Cheers to episode 150, a nice round number. Cheers. 150th anniversary. Have you just rip your gummy in front of us? Water. Water. I have been sad the last three shows would have been great shows to just booze up, but I don't think I can do that without risking getting sick again because of the strain on my body. So I have to prioritize my voice and my health. So I feel like I can't be boozing it up when these would be great times to be boozing it up. I'm dry January. So are you really? Uh, no. no, no, you Cody January, was just there. January 9th, <laughs> January 9th through February 9th is the goal. So we're uh, six days in. Wow. They're going to get turned up on Valentine's day. Yeah, see how long I... Well, yeah, maybe. (laughs) Now, tonight's recording is Monday, January 15th, 6.56 p.m. Eastern, 5.56 p.m. Central. Did you just fart? It sounded like a toot. Me? What was that? Yeah. Grant, when I listened to your guys' show I wasn't on, did Evan fart and you cut it? Because you can't hear it during the show. You and Cody like started dying laughing because Evan made a noise of some kind. I was assuming it was a fart. Um, maybe it was a burp. I feel like I remember Evan burping, but I don't. I don't. If someone <laughs> farted, I'd remember it was not a fart. Well, it got caught. Whatever it was, because I didn't it hear have, it. It might have been a burp, and I remember listening back and thinking, "Ooh, that'd be jarring no, if you had your headphones." I was, in. Uh, I sneezed my. I blew my nose. Oh yes, yes. He blew his nose. And he thought I it was thought muted, my mic and it was, was so mute. loud. <laughs> Yes, you, it was you, so you should have left it. <laughs> no, it would have blown people's eardrums out. It was kind of like an <laughs> elephant. <laughs> and then Cody and I both stopped, and Evans was like, "What do you mean?" I was like, "That the mute did not the catch that. We heard all that." Yeah, that's what it is. Because it was so funny. Because Cody and I were in the middle of a conversation, and then yeah. it just like came across like Evan just didn't care. It was like, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was funny." Um, what are we gonna talk about? Well. Raise your hand if you're a playoff winner. Winner. Uh, yeah, I won in the fantasy playoffs, yeah. No, oh, so, Alex, real football, real meaningful football. Alex, fantasy. all your teams won. All three did of your that. teams actually won. We did it, Joe. You should have done a parlay for your fa- for your real teams, where you currently live, your lifelong fandom, and your short fandom. You would have made some yeah. bank. I'd be rich. It's kind of cool that you did just become a Lions fan a few years ago and they already won a playoff game. Grant. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Mahomes. <laughs> Season tickets as a young, young child. You don't have your golf jersey anymore. You have a Patrick Mahomes jersey, and that's a fact. <laughs> that, well, that is, is a true, fact. But there's a good reason why. Because you sold out. <laughs> Someone offered me $200. I mean, what do you want me to do? When are you buying the new jersey? Well, I got to see if golf gets extended. Oh, he's yeah, wait for the New Jersey's to drop next year before you buy it. Also, jersey. have to wait for the New Jersey's. Oh, that's right. God, things are looking up for us. So, we're going to talk about our lives, the Lions, Rams, NFL playoffs. Um, what else did I write down? Oh, the all Masters, the football, all the football coaches months. stuff. Crazy week of sports. And then a little bit of. 
a little bit of Michigan football in the sense of the moves that have happened since. And also, we have to circle back. I have some questions for Evan since he wasn't on last week's show. But it's Whoa. nothing nothing bummer. too intense. Nothing too intense. No, <laughs> no bummers. No bummers. Actually, a question for both of you that we'll get no. to. No. Yes. Yes. No. Double action. Nice. Yes, I would do it. Yep. Yes, I would accept it. <laughs> Let's start with... Alex, what'd you do this week? Alex, what did you do since Tuesday? <gasps> Cody finally left. Don't say it like that. That's mean. <laughs> yeah, that right. came off. Redo that. All right. Cody left. Whenever the next morning after we last cried. spoke. Uh, no, I did not. <laughs> My mother's elf in Houston. <laughs> I made a big mistake. Oh, what I do? That's good, Evan. I played golf Friday. So that's all you do, dude. It's I all do you golf do. a lot. You don't even yeah. work. Whole personality. You don't even work. You don't, you're you on do your phone work. or you're golfing. Oh, when you, you take like your ass all day, Evan, you just your phone's right there. I feel like Alex is in retirement. Like he's, he I see him oh. long days. <laughs> Long days in Birmingham, he'd come home just defeated at the world, and now he just like doesn't go to work at golf. <laughs> That's not even true. Not even true. Uh, so I played golf, and then Saturday, since Cody had been here a long time, I really hadn't done anything chore wise that needed to be done in quite some time. Mm-hmm. Plus, I had the whole vacation before that, so I really had not had any time to myself. Forgot about the vacation too. This is retirement. This is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so as Grant used to say back in the day, and this phrase got us in trouble, was uh, he just needed to veg out for a weekend. Yeah. Yeah. So I did that. I just chilled out. Didn't do much other than like chores around the apartment. Went to the gym, you know, normal stuff. Watch football. And then didn't have work today because, you know, Martin Luther King Jr. Day. It's MLK Jr. Day, right? It's just hashtag MLK Day. Yeah, it should be MLK Jr. Day. That is a roll off. It is Martin Luther King Jr. Day, officially. That's what it's called. Yeah. So I had to work off. <clears throat> um, so in Texas, it may be cold in Michigan. It's also reasonably cold here. It's like 30s. And... uh safe to say that, as Grant has said before, Texas would not do well if they had to travel to the UP for a civil war. It would not go mm-hmm. well for them. They would have 20,000 times more people. That would help Texas. Um, but pure like weather, like people are full-blown nuts about this weather. I got an email about 20 minutes before the show saying that the leasing office will be closing early day due to the severe weather. Uh, I'll just update you guys on the weather. It's 31 degrees outside and no uh-huh. precipitation. I went to the gym in a sweatshirt. Uh, I mean, it's like cold, but like everyone is viewing this as like a disaster. I've been told I need to be dripping my faucets. Uh, opening all my cabinets so that pipes don't burst and freeze. Um, you might actually want to drip your faucet because down there they I might have buried the pipes. I have been dripping my my faucets, so yeah. You uh, have. They said the power might go out. Power's on. Uh, they said you have to turn your heat on. Fine, turned it on. 
you know, just just normal stuff that we would think about. And they're like, this is a disaster. Got this a, is it. This is end game. Got an email that says, due to severe weather conditions, please work from home tomorrow. Checking the weather tomorrow. It's a high of 37, no precipitation. Don't really understand what we're, what's severe. I don't know. The cold? Frostbite. <laughs> it's, just like, it's just it's just insane to me you haven't started um, your car before you should you go for it. a run shirtless tomorrow and alpha the entire city yes. i see people yeah. in michigan do that when it's like 30 degrees shirtless with a beanie yes put a beanie that is make your head warm and beanie just gloves that's all you need i think i should really should. prove that i'm an alpha male yeah um but i did go outside today and i saw of course a guy in a michigan beanie just, just rubbing it right in my face everywhere Bring I go. Together. Moved to Should Texas to get away from it and still here. It's a national uh, brand, Alex. Walmart is a national brand. Correct. They own the Broncos. And then other than that, nothing because I don't drink anymore. Till February sober, sober retirement. Mm-hmm. Evan, how have you been? I've been well, busy, but nothing Drug really heavy. Work, work, basketball, work, work a little bit more. Really nothing like that stands out like, holy crap, I did that. How many would you say between your various jobs, like how many hours on a punch clock are we talking per week? Depends on what day it is. Oh, per week? Yeah, like is there are it, some days. There's some days where it is a 16-hour day. Because the American standard is 40. Are you like pushing 60, 70, or potentially 80, depending on all the different roles? Depends on. Are you counting commuting to and from to as well? Um, I guess you. I guess technically no. I always. I don't factor it in. Like I, I think it counts because it does suck. <clears throat> but you probably just have to count actual time at work. Oh. And if you don't know, maybe you track it one week and you bring it back. Because I'm curious. I, I think it's a I lot. A, I, I feel like it's a serious, like, deep personal question. Right that's now. better. I'm write myself a note right now. Well, there's I'm like not. some weeks where, like, if I have like back-to-back games where I have to do like, okay, JV assistant and then do varsity stats. Those mm. days, especially if it's on a Monday, Wednesday, or Friday, and it's an away game. Oh, those days because early rise on one of those days, plus get on the bus, or like I shouldn't say I don't get on the bus. I drive. I commute. I have to commute nice. on myself. But then it's like wait for either the freshman or we play it right away, and then varsity game afterwards. So Evan, as a twenty-six-year-old, yeah. seven days from being twenty-seven. Uh, Hell yeah. yeah. Do you think in 10 years from now, your no, life I will not be doing the same stuff? Will you like still like, do you need all these jobs to occupy your time? Does it help you like, like you enjoy it? Or like, are you going to start cutting some things out? I'm going to start cutting some things out. I'm going to have to. And now, a question for both of you okay. Where do you see yourself in 10 years? All, give me as much detail as you would like. But just answer the question. I hate these. I hate. I agree. Questions. They're miserable I questions. I hate I that you. But I want to see you guys people. on the spot. I want to see how you guys would blink. answer the question. 
10 years from now. Uh, if you had to predict what you will be doing in 10 years. Okay. All right, 85% how about of the stuff will be down. the same. 36, Simplify it down. <gasps> Where are you going to be living? Do you, will you have your own house or will you be in an apartment? What will you be your job? Will you be married? Will you have kids? Uh, I will not be married. I won't have the kids. Um, <laughs> I'll have my own house. And what was the other one? What was the first one? Yes. Where will you be living? And what will your uh, job be? Probably in T-Town. And hopefully my job is either 10 years from now. Either one, have my own gym. Or two. Oh, that's so disgusting. Um, 10 years ago, I was 17 just living it up in high school. Disgusting. Crazy to think, yeah. I'm almost thirty. Oh, I you're not really almost thirty. I'm closer to thirty than I am twenty-two. Still closer to twenty-five than you are thirty. And twenty-five is over the hump on the way to thirty. All right, just answer the question. Yeah, Tecumseh, and probably and your team, job will yeah. be owning your own gym. So you're going to start and build a brand new gym in Tecumseh. No, there's only one spot that call? I want the gym. It wouldn't be just a gym. Orange door. Well, I'm big point, Alex. I've written it all down. He's frozen. He froze. Now you guys back. froze. You guys froze. But no, no, no you you're froze. back now. Grant, no, no, you, froze, buddy. you guys froze for me. No, no. <laughs> I said, "What is your gym going to be called?" I don't know. And is it's it going to be where the gym, though? I have a perfect. It's going to be where the old master movie gallery plan was. written down in my brain. Everything that's going to go into it. I would need written a down in my brain. <laughs> Well, I have it written mind, down and it's in my brain. In oh, my okay. mind, it's going to be that complex where Jets Pizza and Movie Gallery is. And you're just going to own that whole building and it's going to be Avon Cadmus Performance Center. It's going to be crazy. Oh, wow. You're going to train D1 athletes. ECPC. <laughs> I will never have my own ECPC. That kind of works. We make working out easy. ECPC. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. Alex, well, we still need to get our website up and running so we can retire. And we still right. need to own a bar. So, um, the orange door. those plans in there. <laughs> yeah, I yep. think 10 years, we're all going to be on some tropical island cashing checks from the uh, travel baseball logistical website. Yes. Yes. Right. Because so we're all on that development. Good and this podcast is going to boom. So, ten, Alex, this podcast is going to boom in 10 years from now. So, we won't have to be really working. We'll just be doing this for a living. 97 won the ticket. We'll Grant, be living I want your in honest answer to those questions. <laughs> I just haven't won the ticket is bankrupt and going out of business. No shit. Is that real? That's real. Because people don't listen to the radio anymore. They listen to their own podcast. Can you send so me a they source? To, they I'm, need a I'm just curious by that. I saw it last week. I mean, I can. you can probably just Google it. So it'd be Odyssey. I think Odyssey owns them, right? Yeah. I saw a 97.1. Yeah, Odyssey does. I think 97.1 owns like some other stuff too. I don't really know. Mm-hmm. I saw it somewhere. Or someone sent it to me, maybe. Ten years. Where are you going to be um, living? living? Probably Midwest. I don't know if it's for sure Michigan, but I would say the minimum Midwest. Okay. Married? Um. Yes. Yeah. Kids? Two? I th- yeah. I don't know thinking, how many, but they're... I'm thinking two. 36. Okay. Crazy. I don't know if I'm thinking really Are you already long. be in the travel sports industry or what? Your kids are going to be like 10. <laughs> they can be eight and yeah, boom, they're, travel baseball. They're going to be playing Coach Pitch is travel. Eight years eight yeah. tra- is Coach Pitch. They're just going to be coaching. Ugh. 
I don't know what age he'll be, guys. Little LJ. Little Larry Jr. running around. (laughs) The last part was, what am I doing? I don't know. I don't know what I'll be doing in 10 years. Just answer the question, Grant. All right. Dream scenario is... No, no, no. Dreams aren't real. You can make anything you want happen. No, dreams are real. I dreamt about (laughs) Michigan football winning a title and it happened. And Exactly. That's not a dream. It's just reality. That's ECP Working out is easy. Uh, (laughs) Barcel, I don't want to throw him under the bus per se, but. You want to be Chris Castellani. They hire us. (laughs) We are the Michigan beat. I have a big brain, Alex. Boom. We are Barstool, uh, what is it, Motor City, Barstool Motor City. And then our offices is inside LCA. Like, you know how they have, like, the Google offices and everything? That's where our office is. We're living in Chicago, working at the facility. We are the Michigan beat because Michigan sports is on a boom since we started the show. And people, they need more coverage of Michigan sports. Even though Dave went to Michigan and he his him alone talking about Michigan is probably enough coverage. But – the Detroit sports as well, Alex. Oh, when I say the Michigan, Tigers, I mean Pistons the whole state. Red Wings. Yes, they are doing very yes. well. Yes. <sighs> um, there's my answer. Nice. Failed, Alex. Uh, I don't know. Oh, okay. That's cool. what we wanted to say, and you're like, you can't do that. Well, yeah, yeah. but I, I've been listening to people answer this Hopefully question. Hopefully, not six so. feet under. Can I say that? Yeah, yeah I, that's a good bar. I'm hoping to be alive for sure. Alive. Good health. Every day's a blessing. Alive. Well, hopefully I'm deep in my goes. NFL if wide receiver pop- career at that point. Post-apocalyptic world, I'm good with cashing out. <laughs> nah. I'll be if everyone else is going out, out, I'm okay going out too. 100%. <laughs> I'll hold on. I'll hold on for Party you guys. Party the afterlife. You'd be so man, miserable. Man, your tweets are still going off. That one that did the best was uh, making fun of that loser blonde kid who said the lines would be ass this year. Yeah, are you receding people? I had that, thousand views. On I you. had that tweet bookmarked from August, and I had to go through so many bookmarks to get there. Oh, Last Bills night. win! Spoilers, was it close? Alex. It was twenty four seventeen, and the Bills just scored to go up thirty one seventeen. Oh my god! Um. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. They're going Twitter's crazy wild. in Bill's Mafia right now. There's three um, beers. Evan, Twitter is any more, any more um, notable things? I don't think. I mean, no, I would say I did not do anything. We got a game canceled on Friday. Unfortunate. It was a rivalry game. Mm. Uh, no school tomorrow. No Hell work yeah. tomorrow. The world is soft. Unbelievable! Canceling uh, school because it's cold outside. I did. I did get to hang out with uh, uh, Cody with a K and Cody with a C uh, yesterday during the Lions game. I watched the Lions game with them yesterday. Nice. I like that. That's a good crew to watch it with. Yeah. You guys better be in the same spots on Sunday. Yep, three o'clock. <laughs> I changed my my whole family's plans for my birthday dinner. I said Saturday night instead of Sunday. Nice. Just a lot. Because of the Lions. Grant, you also yeah, need to be in the smart. den again. I don't know what the They're plan on a, is next weekend. Remarkably hot streak right now with the Rose Bowl Lions playoff game. We're going to need you in that stadium. We'll see what happens. Tell Larry you need to be um, in this. Larry, if you're listening, Grant needs to be in that stadium. 
Um, speaking of bad weather that happened in Michigan, we actually got a real s- snowstorm. My weekend started by getting stuck in the road oh, Friday God. night. Brutal. I, uh, I was actually blessed to throw my Jeep in four-wheel drive and just alpha people on the road. Felt that is so nice. Good. That probably does. I, my next car is going to have four-wheel drive because, well, this doesn't happen a lot, but this was miserable. <laughs> so I made it almost all the way home, took some different roads. Shout out to Waze for keep, keeping me off the shutdown highways. Um, did you guys know that road when you came up in the summer when we golfed? Did you go on that back road by the golf course, Butler Road? It's like... Yes, I drove, um, I drove on Butler it's Road. A, it's like a very... It's, it's a... I don't even know how to say it. It's just a off the beaten path road that leads into the apartment, but it's not off the main road, and you're on it for a long time to come down in. Probably yes. So I was on that. Um, it's snowing. It's good accumulation. You're going slow. There's a lot of cars on it because a lot of people ended up going that way because the other main road that the apartment's off of, I think, was probably an accident or jam packed. So I'm on that road. I'm about 200 yards from the apartment entrance. I am so close. And again, visibility is terrible. It's already dark at, at night. And I'm slowly what going up a it? hill. It's uh, like 540. So dark. 545. Time is it getting yeah. dark these days in the, in the Michigan. 515, 530. It's one of the things I when, hated the most. So the I left work at 5.05. It usually takes me 15 minutes to get home. It already took me 35 minutes. So I'm already 20 minutes longer because of the snow and all the ways I had to go. I'm close. I'm slowly moving uphill. And there's a bunch of cars in front of me that have their hazards on. And they're stopped. And they're in the middle of the road. So you cannot get through. They're just sitting there. So I have to come to a stop on an icy road on a Ugh. hill. Oh. So I'm I'm stopped. We sat there for it had to be 15 to 20 minutes, just nobody moving, like nothing happening. You could not get around. People were starting to turn around and leave. I'm like, if I turn around and leave, I'm going to go back out on the main road that probably has an accident on it. I was like, I'm just going to sit here. I was stubborn. I sat here. But what happened was a car got stuck um, and there was a guy in a truck who had like a carpet, which I had never seen this done before, but he was putting the carpet under their tires to it. give them traction. It was cool. So he gets them out and he gets back in and he kind of sees me and he goes, are you stuck? And I was like, no, I'm good. Cause I hadn't been stuck. I was moving fine. Well, hindsight, 2020, he pulls away. It's my turn to start oh the line. I'm God. so stuck. I'm You're a so moron, stuck. Greg. Why wouldn't you, why didn't you just like hit the gas and see if you were st- stuck? Cause I was good. And like a couple seconds before then I was slowly creeping and I was still good. Like I still felt good, but, but why it just not was just like, try it? And make sure. But I also you don't know how he was going to... cars get unstuck. To be fair, I'm not sure how he was going to get me unstuck because he was parked right in front of me. I had nowhere to go until he left. He just probably move up a little bit. I don't know. I don't know what would have happened. You made but a I said I was catastrophe go- type of mistake there. I said I was good. I was not good. I tried going, just flooring it, just so stuck. Almost felt like I was on like a carnival ride where you go up and back, up and pull you back. And like, and it wasn't snow. It was just ice. It was pure ice forming around my tires. And I have a mini shovel in my trunk for situations like this. So I was, I must have got out of my car, 
11 times and tried shoveling my tires to give me something and it just would never ever work. I would get a little bit, turn my tires a little bit. Nope. Suck me right back into the hole that I was in. And mind you, this is a skinny road. I'm like, Evan can picture it and it's dumping snow and cars are going by me. So I have to make sure like I'm good that no one's going to hit me or slide into me. Eventually, like this is about 25, 30 minutes of this. A guy comes up and goes, you got any traction? I go, no, because cars were then stuck behind me. Like there was like 25 cars on this road, all just battling on this little back road because I could see cars behind me getting stuck and then the big trucks would go by because they're good. They're fine. But all any car that was not super duty was getting stuck. So he comes up and he helped me. He pushed me, helped me get out of there. It sucked because I wanted to go back and then help those people. But you can't stop once you get going. Like you have to keep your traction. So I just... He's like a ghost I'll never see again. Thank you to that yes. man. Who Anybody listening to this podcast that was stuck behind Grant, Grant was flipping you off while he was driving away. He's driving <laughs> away with God. the middle finger behind. <laughs> so I then get into the apartment complex. I'm just exhausted. And then like full sweat. Just get in the apartment. Get in the apartment. But as I'm walking into my apartment, I see a guy who is stuck now in our parking lot trying to park his car. And I'm like, oh God. And I'm like, I have to help him. It's karma. I just got helped. I have to help this man. He's, You're better than Evan. Trapped. There's no way Evan <laughs> is going outside. You could. You cannot I want to tell me, them. Evan, that you were you're walking out of your apartment to go help someone. I, I haven't taken my clothes off yet. I have my I boots help. on. Still, like so if I helps. looked out my window right now and I was see someone like struggling, I want to yeah, say. But your situation is different. Grant literally just got helped, and he's still in yeah. all of his gear and everything. Like be a good friend he just got helped out like you you're it's comfortable fair. everything's good on like the only thing i would do in your situation alex is close the blinds <laughs> <laughs> not my problem it's not my problem that's worse nope nope <laughs> so i tried shoveling out his tires um his neighbor's they had a young child who was playing in the snow. So the dad of that family helped me push. So we were pushing. He was trying to reverse into his carport. So we were trying to push from the front so he could back up. And I had my like work Nike Roches on from work. No. I was pushing his car and just ate shit. Times. <laughs> Fell straight down. Thought I tore my ACL. My knee hurt so bad. And like it just... It bent in a Tyler Higby. It bent in a bad way, and I was nervous. Uh, I think I'm good though. Like I, it still, it doesn't feel great, but I think I'm good. Did you hit it on the cement, Grant? Did you know torn ACLs? Like you can walk on those, and they feel fine. Yeah, but I, I did some. Uh, like, it's more cuts so in like my you, living room. Yeah, if and you, it felt <laughs> fine. And yeah, you probably get that. I, I think you have a deep bone bruise. That's what I think. Yeah, it would be if you hit your. You got knee. a sample portal. I th- I think it was more of the concrete and the ice than it was actual the bending of the knee. But we got we got him out. <laughs> it's testing um, his knee in his living room. Russell, throw me a pass. Yeah, I'm good. Right, I'm yeah, good. yeah, this 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 knee's holding up. Firm, ready firm plant on the carpet. <laughs> <laughs> so all in all, my journey was I left work at five oh five. I walked into my apartment done with everything at six forty five, drenched in sweat. Just to, to almost a two-hour grind battling that snowstorm. It was it was top three worst conditions I've ever been on the road for. It was it was horrible. Um, That's pretty fun. And then Saturday, equally as fun. It was time to move my parents out of their house in Comfy. Two so days. That picture. 
Oh my god! I, I just because I, I don't think it had like a timer ex, expiration. I, I sat I sat there and looked at it for like three minutes. Just I, I, I would do the same. I watched it the at video? least six to seven times, just back to back. Yeah, because I it just remember seeing your parents. They just look so defeated. I'm like, oh my yeah. god! Marissa <laughs> took a screenshot of that when they're both this looking looks like so that. So terrible! What's happening? So. It did snow quite a bit that day, but not as bad as the night before. It was just 55 mile an hour wind gusts trying to carry furniture out of a house in like a mattress bag and everything. And then dry, my dad drove the U-Haul. So we were three wide there, the video I sent. And that U-Haul is just rocking back and forth on the highway. It is. It was super scary. He's like fighting death grip like this on the wheel just to make sure he stays in his lane the entire time. Um. <laughs> I looked at him. It might have been over um, exaggeration, but when we were moving the stuff out of the U-Haul into the storage unit in Sylvania during one of the trips back and forth, I said, "This might be the worst thing I've ever done." <laughs> just <laughs> was thinking, just making like, it worse. I was like, "This could be." He goes, "It's not that bad." I'm like, "I don't know." He's like, "Do you think the it's the worst like- thing I've ever done?" That's the most dramatic thing. <laughs> he was like, "Do you think it's the amount of furniture, or is it like the weather?" And I was like, "I think it's all of it. I think it's just everything on top I'm of each other." I'm surprised that your parents didn't just get a moving company to do this, but fifty plus year olds know best, dude. They're <laughs> going to do it themselves if they can. The hard part is it's a weird move where the house they're moving into isn't ready yet, so they're putting it all in a storage unit to sit there until it's time to move in. And I think like then I, t- I talked to him then I'm like, maybe that's when you get a moving company to take it from the storage unit to the house. So Are they I think because it's a unique move. Hmm? Are they going to do that? I think potentially. Yeah. I said, I'll, I'll pay like I'll help pay for it. If it means I don't have to help. <laughs> <laughs> and looking, looking back, it's I'm being had a good life. It went You've by a good life. It Grant. went it went that's by the pretty worst fast. thing that's ever happened to you. You've had a pretty good life. And then Lions game on Sunday is what I went to. So it was nice to, after a long Saturday, came home, vegged out like for a couple hours, watched the Chiefs-Dolphins game, slept good, did chores on Sunday, and then it was game time. Which I think is where we transition into no. the Lions game. No. No. First, we have to talk about NFL big picture thoughts. That's what we normally do. No. Yeah. Let's get into the lines. No. No. Well, no. 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 Big picture no. thoughts. I don't have any. I want to talk about the Lions. <laughs> <laughs> what What were your guys' big picture thoughts Honest, this weekend? Let's go to Evan. Evan notoriously <laughs> is more negative of sports teams. Although he was positive a couple years ago with to say? Lions record prediction. He's typically more negative, I would say, like during games. That he's a puddle of emotion? No. I'm saying there's some fans like are are blindly hope and there's some that have a feeling, oh, it's gonna it's not gonna go our way. I'm curious, Evan, from your perspective, did it go through your head that they're gonna lose this game? Absolutely. Every there's time a lot the, of that in the crowd. Every time the Lions well, I shouldn't say that. Every time the Rams got the ball with a chance to take the lead, I was like, they're going down the field and they're scoring. Especially in the second half. They had the ball back with, what, eight or seven minutes left? McCree and I both looked at each other like, they're going to go down the field and score. I think when they got to the 50-yard line with four and a half minutes to go or whatever it was, five minutes to go. In two plays? 
and it was like first down, and they only needed a field goal to take the lead. I wasn't feeling very good. <laughs> I thought maybe we. I was just hoping that they scored fast and we get the ball back. That's all I was thinking about because I was like, they're gonna score. It got dark. I for fully. A second. Ex- I fully expected us to have to have a game-winning offensive drive to uh, take back the lead. I thought for sure, to your guys' point, they were scoring some points where it was going to be 26-24 or it was going to be 30-24 that we were going to have to score the other way to win. And it turned out we didn't have to do that, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. It wasn't – Thank God. Yeah. Per se, anticlimactic because it's hard to be anticlimactic – when you haven't won a playoff game in your entire life, in our lives. But it almost was because it didn't click to me that we won the game on the Amonra catch. I wasn't entirely sure of the clock situation. Well, Grant, that was it. just a rule of thumb. If there's no yeah. timeouts left and it's under two minutes and it's first down, you win the game. That should be a rule of thumb so you don't have to do mental math again. But what if the snap is starting at the two-minute warning? So... How how much how many seconds are on a play clock, Grant? Forty. Twenty-five, but after the play, it's forty. Forty, eighty, one twenty. It's three downs. That's two minutes right there. Good. Okay. Good to go. Good to know. Yeah. Good to know. But to my defense, Jared Goff publicly said he didn't realize they had won until it clicked in his head. But now he He was was pumping up the battle. After first, but at down. first he did not know. Once, like the like when a Mike Tirico didn't realize it either right away. He was like, "It's Mike not Rico over, but still it's close. a little hope left for the Rams." But it was, it was over. no, it was over. <clears throat> All right, well that's good. Um, what what was the biggest emotion that you guys felt after the win? Happiness. In one word, yours is happiness. Yeah, I actually was smiling when they won, which I don't think I've smiled after a football game in a while. Just like genuinely happy that they won. Relief for Evan because it monkey off the back and you were worried that they might blow it. What about you? Mine, I thought of this because I was comparing the difference in feelings between this game and the Rose Bowl. As I say, you just won a national championship. This is nothing. This was joy. This was pure joy. Whereas the Rose Bowl was like, I would say stunned would be the one word to describe it. That would be me after and the NFC championship game. Like, I know I should have been stunned for this, but it's a testament to this team, even though they hadn't won. Well, they won a division. They won a division. So they did win that. I feel like I've seen this team go through the fire enough, not on the playoff stage. This was, they had to prove that, but I feel like I was more confident about this team getting it done than I was in Michigan in the Rose Bowl. So this was just joy that they did it, whereas Michigan was stunned. And maybe it's how the game ended. There's differences in how games end. But that was the two biggest differences between those games from my perspective. I did think that they were going to win going into the game, so that made it better. I felt way more confident about winning once I saw our offense lighting it up in the first few drives. Going into the game, I thought it was a total, it was a total coin flip. the second half? I felt better before I know. the game than I did during the game. Interesting. Because our defense I felt was better. just worrisome. 
I was nervous. I was a nervous wreck. The f- I felt really confident I mean, I nervous, after but... we got the Sam Laporta touchdown. Because that was a third touchdown. I felt super confident. Like, we would be able to move the ball, score kind of at My... will. And then second half hit, and it was... My confidence barometer would have been through the roof if we didn't get that fake false start. I thought we were going to score that drive and basically like seal the game in the first half right before the half At ended. least three points, which <clears throat> would have been a massive three points later on. The and game. then we, we don't get that. And then, I mean, we did end up making a stop to start the second half. But yeah, our offense just kind of fell out. It was just so good. And then all of a sudden it kind of disappeared. Which didn't expect. So I, I felt terrible in the second half, if we're being honest. I did not feel good. Because they got the ball so many times with a chance to take the lead. And I was like, there's no way this bend or break defense is just going to continue to bend and not break. And it did. But it did. Credit to them. Did it give you flashbacks to the 2021 MSU defense where they gave up a lot of yards, but they just clamped it down in the red zone? I mean, it's similar. But like, Not at all. It's similar in the way that they don't <laughs> that they didn't break in the red zone. But like, no, the, the Michigan State defense was terrible. They gave up forty but to Purdue in the last six games of the season. Past defense, the Lions' defense is terrible. It is terrible. But they have a couple names at least back there where you're like, they can't be that bad. But they I are understand that bad. college. I understand college to pro is a different gap of talent. I'm just saying how they go about their business. I was getting remi- like that's what I was seeing. Like, oh yeah, we're giving up a lot of yards. A rookie is setting the uh, all-time rookie receiving record in a game against us, but we keep bowing up in the red zone, and we're gonna find a way to win the game because we're scoring touchdowns and they're scoring field goals. I did get a lot of confidence when the Rams would get into the red zone. I was like, oh, we're good now. Just don't give up the long ones. So they're like, just don't give up the long one. We'll probably hold them in the red zone. Because we gave up the, the, the long 2-2 and the long Nakua. So- yeah. Hey, Evan. The Chris Collinsworth said that he thinks the Rams were the hardest test we're going to face in the postseason. Like the worst matchup. He's saying he's, that for freaking clickbaits. Worst matchup. Respectfully disagree with Chris Collinsworth. Besides the Niners. I think the, the it was the toughest matchup just because of all the distractions that we had to face. Maybe that's what you're saying. Not matchup wise. I mean, you, you look certainly at the, what the Packers up better did. with the Bucks and the Eagles than we do with the Rams. Skill position yeah. wise, I would say no. But like quarterback play currently, well, Jalen Hurts isn't the problem. I think it's the whole team's problem. Identity issues, defensive arm, issues, and then the arm offense. talent wise. We're not going to face a quarterback like that again until maybe Correct. the Super Bowl if we were to get there. This is what Cody Cody with the K and I were saying this while the game was going on in Stafford. He made a couple of the throws. He's like, he's still he made good. Some and we knew this as Lions fans. Still. Yeah, he's still good. He is still good. And I was like, well, he doesn't get the media because he played for the Lions. But if he played on any other team, his previous whatever 10 years that he was playing, People would appreciate and cherish him more how talented he actually really is. His throw on third and he six was team was dealing gross. When he, he like was cut his hand open. I'm just he saying was it was, like it was disgusting. He was making nasty throws. 
Also, and shout out to Nikola. He, did, he only missed one was throw, and that was the cup that was wide open to start the second half. That could have been a touchdown. Yeah, along the sideline. Yes. I don't. I don't even know what happened on that. That was so errantly thrown. I think thrown. he just sailed it. They said the the pressure on that one got to him. Shut the fuck up. We were so close to picking him off, though, several times. And that's when I think I sent that text to you guys that were make us work for it. Like, we're, yes, yes. Vildor wasn't like that close. The 2 2 touchdown? Yeah, I think he was not to a pick, but like, we were, we weren't. I don't know how close it was. They never showed a replay on TV. I watched it this morning. It was not very close. We were smothering the receivers. I don't know. Not the first one, the first deep on the. Puka, he was wide open. So the only third and it was third down on that, and he did a double move. It was third and long on that situation. Like play the sticks, bro. No, the Nikola touchdown was like second and one. It might have been fourth down. No, no it, was it, was, it was a long. It was a it was a big a, stakes play, and they gambled and they went for it. It was I a long situation. I don't know about that. It was I thought it was short, like a it was not short yardage. Second and one, and Sutton bit on the run. I thought that's what no, Collinsworth was saying. No. I think because he bit I in like they short. were running. It was a double move, and he either way it was horrendous then... coverage, terrible. He got cooked. Boy, that one Brian Branch came on a free blitz and tipped it. We were an inch away from picking that off. That one is the one that I think yes, that was close to a pick. An inch away from picking that's the only that one off. I feel like we were close to intercepting. You guys trying to? Yeah, Puka was third and one at the fifty. Third and one. That's exactly what I said. He thought it was a run. Because it was four down territory. He said second down. It was four down. Four down. down from the 50. Come on. He beat, Sutton came in because he thought it was a run. They had so many third and longs they converted to. It was disgusting. Just sucking the soul out of the stadium. In, but it wouldn't relent. To that point, we also converted a bunch of third downs early in the game. I think even after that. That's that's not even true, Alex. Like on our touchdown drives, we didn't even have third downs. So the. Drive that Goff threw the ball backwards because Aaron Donald was in his face. Yeah, that Holy was the Goff play. We survived. We got a first down we after sur- that, didn't we? Yes, Amonra. We picked up twelve and then fifteen after that and got a first did it down. End in a f- did it end in a field no, goal? No, that ended in the uh, fourth start, down, the fake full start. Yeah. Oh, so that was the first half. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. That's they still got a first down after that disastrous. Third and fifteen, Omanra got caught a pass yeah. for twenty three yards. So that's yeah. why I was in my head. I was like, we're converting everything as well. But our touchdown drives, we didn't have like any third downs. It was insane. We were just a well oiled machine, we were pounding the rock, getting big chunks, and then the play action pass was wide open over and over again. And then that just completely I was, was gonna, gone. I was gonna say, I said, I kept saying pound the rock, but I felt like we were just leaning on our passing game. In the early, Josh Reynolds stole the show in the first half. Early in the yeah, game, Josh Reynolds. Montgomery was running for like seven yards a carry. It felt like every single play, the first like two drives, and then we would just, and then our receivers were wide open every every time, and then uh, that didn't happen. And then it got sad and dark. And we went three and out at one point in the second half for the first time in the game, and I was like, oh my god, what is happening? Yeah. I asked I, for the one drive. That. Like, I kept saying one drive for one touchdown. It felt like that was like five drives in a row. We came up empty every single time. It's like, God damn it. Third quarter woes continue. Yeah. I bet um, my only bet that was pro Rams, I bet the Rams to win the third quarter and we pushed. We, we It was 3 3. So I didn't even hit that bet. It wasn't 6 3. I was a half a yard away from a cashing a bet. 
A big bat? Demarcus Robinson, bat? over 44 and a half. He finished with 44. Oh. <laughs> I my catch only... one of the other ones. It was a Monroe. It was the Matthew Berry special. I, was just, I, I saw the that. Demarcus Robinson bet pregame, Evan. It was 44 and a half. I only bet that I told over people to take. Receiving yards and um, there was a couple of my bets that were I should have just cashed out. The over, I had the over, the Lions over. Disgusting. What was that at? Did you hit it? I did not hit it. It went way under because we did. We scored freaking nine points. Hit three points. What was it at? Like twenty-seven. It couldn't have been like 30. There's no way they thought they were going to score 30. Lions, the line, the team, the total score over. Oh, not just the well, team. receiving yards, 80 plus. Matthew Stafford to have over one and a half touch, touchdown passes to throw two. And I added Detroit Lions money line and Demarcus Robinson receiving yards, 44 and a half. He finished oh, with 44. That is a bad beat. Uh, outside of that. I'm trying to think of other things that stood out to me. We held Aaron in Donald in check. Talk about. Yeah, I saw a clip that we triple teamed him on one play. We, they showed like a little montage. We did slide production to him quite a bit of times, and that messed up our running backs filling the linebacker holes. Now, granted, it is a one-on-one block running back with the uh, linebacker. And Montgomery missed, missed times, which twice. Like, and I think that's why Gibbs played a lot more than uh, Montgomery. In the even second even half. Reynolds came in at one point to block on third down because and Montgomery I liked missed a couple. Montgomery running a little bit more than Gibbs. I know Gibbs was getting his gashes, but Montgomery's at a like Just pound like, and pound. I felt like we were doing too Gibbs. many outside sweeps with Gibbs, and they were like very prepared for those. And then we would run in between the tackles, and there was a lot more room. But well, we only got four possessions in the second half, and the fourth one was the last drive of the game. So we only had three possessions. Yeah. Field goal, punt, punt, it, last one. It's funny you say that, Alex, with the sweeps. Um, that and the Aaron Donald were two things that I wrote down from being in forward field of things that I was yelling when I was nervous. So they really didn't – they did run outside a few times, but they did it back-to-back, and it did not work both times. And I was getting fed up, and I just kept like yelling, run it up the A-gap. Kind of like Dude, it was, your dad, but throw the bomb. Yeah, and I would just say run it. Because on the Gibbs touchdown, it was an inside zone. Yeah. And I don't know if Aaron Donald was in the game, but I just, in my mind, I made up this narrative that that was right at Aaron Donald, and I don't think it was. I have no idea. I did not watch the highlight. I just said write down Aaron Donald's throat. <laughs> and so I kept just being like, run it right at Aaron Donald's face. Run it in the A-gap, the A-gap, the A-gap, just screaming it after they were running outside zone. And it was kind of a funny moment because then after the outside zones, we did run an A-gap and Aaron Donald swallowed it up for like a one-yard loss. <laughs> and my uncle Chad was like, yep, that was right at Aaron Donald, Grant. I was like, you know what? I needed that. I, I need to be humbled. You're right. Maybe outside is okay. <laughs> Credit to the Rams. They just completely but- shut us down in the second half. That's why Raheem Morris is a uh, def- uh, head coach candidate. Correct. Yeah. Did we shut ourselves down? I don't. I'd have to watch it again. I didn't feel I like think we were like playing bad. Down. There was some play calling that I didn't agree with. Some elder. You had Goff trip over his own feet for a sack. Tripped. That hurts. That would have been a first down for any other quarterback. That's somewhat yeah, athletic. That one hurt a lot. Uh, 
I feel like we had a drop he at sailed. one point. He, we had that hitch route. We threw it to Amandra in the first half on the far side, but then we came back and threw it to Reynolds, Reynolds and Goff sailed it. If Goff waited for a second, Gibbs was wide open on the other side of the field too. So that was just an all around miss. That play looked like it was like for sure, like no matter what, going to go to, to, Reynolds. to Reynolds because Amandra is like jogging his route on that situation. Like if you watch a replay in that game. Gibbs ran like a... Some sort of like crossing route. He came across the serene after Jared threw, and nobody was even remotely near him. I just felt like Jared panicked and like rushed that. Reynolds wasn't even really open, anyways. It's kind of crazy looking back at the flow chart of drives that we only had two drives in the second half that were unsuccessful. It felt like way more. We only had two drives and the balls. Yeah, because we field goal, punt, punt, last last possession. And those two drives felt them. like we punted like that was our eighth time in row punting. They were so the one was yeah. quick. It was a See, this quick. This is why NFL just like the slow game in NFL is just so infuriating because like you get so much value possessions in college and then NFL, it's like okay, you blink and Dude, boom, I, half a quarter. At one point I looked up yeah, and the, the yeah, third fast. quarter was ending. I'm like, what the f- oh my God, what's happening? How's this quarter already over? Jack Fox, huge and punts. It's it deserves credit. Jack Fox. Put two ball. inside the ten. Massive. Oh, when he put booted that one, I said it'd be a real shame if he muffed it oh, and the guy bobbled it. I was like, oh. I think everybody's life flashed between their eyes and just everyone puckered up and was like, oh, please. Uh, just he was blue so ball casual about everybody. it too. He was just like, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was such a great moment. <laughs> he shit his pants. Realistically, he shit his pants. He was he so calm it. when he bobbled it though, and he just he just held it in and walked away like nothing happened. I got a little overzealous on a ball call. I thought Brian Branch ripped it out, but his elbow was down. I was screaming ball. He didn't actually had it. play on when that. He ran so. into the pile, and then like Branch like stripped it out, and then it was just like a fight for it. Like, are you talking about that that play? Yes, it was in the yeah late in the second half. He or must have been in the middle second half. They did show a replay. That's an insane. They gave us one in stadium that confirmed he was down. <laughs> they didn't so show it's like, no. Read. They're like, oh, Mike no, Rico and Chris Collins were just talking. Like they didn't even oh, notice that. the ball. They didn't was even out. like mention it. I don't think they even mentioned the ball. I was looked out. up and I saw Branch like running with the ball. I'm like, that's weird. It would happen. Was screaming. No one and I patted the guy next to me. I was like, oh, that's. A, I needed that. I, I got to calm down. It was. He was down. He goes, yep, elbow down. I was like, Phew. so you were a menace in this stadium. <laughs> oh my, I was a menace. Menace. I my my move at the end of the game. I wanted max volume. Um, I was kind of there was a little gap since I was you know the people in front of me weren't super tall, so I had this gap I could see. So I was kind of like bent over like forty five degree, just pounding the chair in front of me, screaming because I was just smacking it with my hand. It was so loud. I, was like, I only broke it out for the last so loud. It's undescribable loud. <laughs> Because it didn't do it justice it was like, on TV. I think they needed to turn the volume up on the the crowd. I was well, listening to Clips back say it was this the morning. He's ever heard on TV. I mean, it was definitely loud. Like you could tell these I was people listen- were going nuts. I would. I want to like know how it really felt in person. I mean, from walking in, I'm not going to give a whole detailed story, but. Just the vibe downtown in Checkers Bar before the game, just get liquored up, just ready to go in. You make the walk, it's miserable, it's freezing, you can't feel your face. Credit to the Ford Field security, they had people moving in and out. We probably got to the, around the doors like 40 minutes before kick, like 7.20. I guess kick didn't happen until 8.15, but from scheduled kick. 
and we had to wait outside for like less than five minutes, which was great. I think they we're really streamlined it through there. Yeah. With how cold it was. Don't take anything out of your pockets. Just open your jacket. Um, and I just remember I was, our game plan was to pee. And then I wanted to get in the Coppercraft distillery line, get myself a whiskey and Coke was going to be my only drink for the game. Cause I had to drive after and we're standing there in line and you just hear Jared Goff, like erupting like an hour before kick. I was like, oh my God, like what is going on? And come to find out that's what they showed when Jared ran out. It was Jared Goff when it started. And then Matthew Stafford runs out and it's just booze. I'm like, oh my God. You could kind of see on the TV. I'm like, oh my God. And you, it was like 20 minutes to kick still. I got my whiskey, start to watch the seats and it's packed. Like it is, everyone is in their seat 25 days on the pregame. They're like an hour and a half before the stadium was like full. <laughs> it was. Yeah, Tariko said like on the broadcast, he's like, it was like 75% full with an hour until kickoff. He's like, I've never seen it that full ever in any sporting event. At any stadium. He's like, yeah. we've been to a million stadiums. I've never seen anything like this. I think like it this. did help that it was so cold outside that people like didn't tailgate. So as soon as like you have a chance to go and it's like, well, let's, let's go. And they opened the gates at 5.30. They opened them earlier than they normally do to help with <laughs> So people were lined up outside to get in at 5.30. I saw a tweet from someone like showing the entrance. And I was like, that's Meanwhile, crazy. Meanwhile, in Tampa, like, what they're you, in t-shirts. What would you do in Ford Field? What a dream. Um, they gave out these Miller Lite wristbands. They probably showed that, how they all lit up. So that was cool, like synced up to songs. They did flash the lights. We had, I had no I had idea how they were doing that. I was I mind think, blown with I that. I think they but. did that at uh, Thanksgiving. Mm. Monday night. The thing, the thing. When oh, they did it Monday night. I got home last night. They did it Monday night. Got home last night at one a.m. trying to be quiet, and the thing's just blinking still on my <laughs> wrist. I had to like bury it underneath my clothes and like the trash or the trash can because I was like, this thing is just blinking like a strobe light. So I don't. Need, it might still be blinking. I haven't looked at it today. <laughs> um, the the crappy part was they had it timed up cool. So it's during some TV timeouts, they only did it two to three times. They kill the lights and they'd all be blinking to the song. But the problem was they did that when it wasn't going great for the Lions. Like they timed it up so after the Rams would score, they did like seven nation armies. Trying so to get it wasn't you back as hype as game. it could have been. I know, but it would have been so Dude, loud the, if they timed one of those when up. When the Rams would score, momentum. just pin drop silence on TV. I'm like, oh my God. Just everyone <laughs> just died in that stadium. Especially People the, got the really two two at for well offense was too. Brutal. Hmm. But the, I don't know how to describe it. It's just like you're yelling and then it's just so loud that like people are yelling back at you across the field. It just felt like you were in like a little shoebox of just people screaming the entire game. Like it, it was it was that I got out of there. I felt like I had a head cold when I left. Like my ears were ringing and I felt like I was screaming when I talked. To it's going to be even a like a louder next week. Your ears just ringing. It's going to be worse next week. If Matt Patricia's fat ass walks into Ford Field next week. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's going to be insane. It is. It felt like a college game that was in a dome with like a rabid fan base. And there was no split. Like, I think I saw two Rams okay. fans the entire game. The only Rams just fans I saw in the entire stadium was Kelly Stafford and her kids. I did not see anybody else finding, on TV. Pre-game, they found like every single Rams fan that had to be in that stadium. Pre-game, they had to have. Those yeah. all over. If uh, they did, then yeah, there good, was not. Uh, was it football night in America? It was all like Rams fans, just like oh, here's Rams, like Rams Stafford. Oh, and I all, didn't like, see that part fans. during the game. I didn't see a single Rams fan. Oh, during the game, absolutely not. I didn't see any either. 
It's just a sea contentious of Honolulu blue. And I mean, that's what Detroit is. Like, they're, they love you if you're theirs, but they turn on you. And, like, people were just, like, like I said, walking in. Like, you're walking up to the gates, waiting to get in, and people are just going, Matt Staff or loud they put as it shit. One guy. I'm like, I'm like, up on the oh screen, he, du- he double birded about Matthew Stafford. And they put it on the screen. I was like, oh my God. Yeah, NBC did not care. They, yeah, it was they, reckless. They, flashed it. they didn't fly away from it. It was wild. Um, loudest game you've ever been to? I, yeah, definitely. It was loud. Yeah. Loudest. Yes. Because everyone's like all for one. It wasn't like the Rose Bowl where it's like mixed. It was everyone's yelling for the lines. It's so like they did the the Anzalone clip they ran through the week about when to yell was so smart to do because people were like, you know, when people start yelling when they break the huddle, screaming with like 45 minutes left from TV timeout, just yelling, just loud yelling in the huddle the entire time, screaming. The part that I remember Forced two was in the, second, in the second half when the Rams were about to like start a drive or something. There was like a weird substitution where Nakua ran off the field and then they oh, let him they come thought back he was, on. They thought he was injured. Yeah, people were just going screaming. And then when they just had stopped in the middle and they were checking the time clock, like at 420, I think it was stopped. Oh, at, yeah, that was – I don't what know if it was happening. It can't – no one knew. We were just screaming, and you couldn't hear a thing. Like, I honestly think the refs just could not hear who was above them, just yelling. And then they tried to explain what happened, and then I was just like, louder, and everyone just gets louder after that. It was wild. And people were so pissed at the refs after um, the false start BS that they they oh they called the personal foul um, after our punt. And even though he was announcing a good penalty for Detroit, people were just screaming you and booing the guy still. Like, they just didn't care. <laughs> they were just like, you still suck. It was so hostile in there. I'm jealous. Ugh. Got it. You have to be in there next week. It's going to be even better. The things that are going to be said to Matt Patricia and Nick Sirianni out of pocket. I need someone on site yeah. to hear these things. I need someone to do Also. Also, too, I didn't want to feel like I was the asshole, but in the second half, there was a couple of drives on offense where I was standing like the entire. I was going to say I would sit down for a second. Were people standing? It looked like there was people like there was people like two rows in front of me that were sitting down for some defensive drives, and I like kind of pissed me off. I was like, I'm not going to worry about them. I don't care if they like who cares. They're irrelevant. I'm just going to scream. It looked like most people were Um, standing. But then on offense, people would sit down. There was one driver, I remember, I looked around and I'm the only person standing up. And I'm like, well, I'm not sitting down, so I'm just going to stand. Because this has, like, never happened before in Ford Field, so I'm just going to watch our offense. So you stood. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. I felt like an idiot. But the thing, though, was, like, it was the start of a drive How on the 25. And I'm like, our game. I was like, our offense is going to hit a 20-yard pass over the middle to Amonra, and everyone's going to stand up the rest of the drive anyway, so why don't I just stand up now? I was just like, I'm just going to stand for our offensive drives. I'm not going to talk because I'm offense at work, but I'm just going to stand the, and watch uh, so I can the, see what's happening. The offense shushed the crowd a couple times. They're like, guys, like let's relax. It got loud. Yeah, we had a we hit a massive play, and then Dan Skipper came running in as yeah, eligible, and, and people was, were going nuts. I was like, and I was just like, shut. shut. I was. I hate to be the narc, but I was a big. I was. I was downing everybody. <laughs> I was the whole, downing every the whole person team around. was going like that. I was like, dude, it must be just so loud they can't even hear themselves. 
Also, I don't know if anyone from Ford Field were here this day won't, but they gave out pom-poms. Don't do that because it's less noise. I didn't use mine the entire game. I wanted to clap. I had to clap and yell the whole time. If you have a <laughs> Dude, pom-pom, you can't clap. You're a psychotic fan. Me the entire was this was me on every down. Oh every down. Every snap. This is why you need and to then, be there next week. You need to. At the end of at the end of the and the, the, the money downs in the fourth quarter, the chair in front of me. Oh, <laughs> oh. gotta pay good money to see this. The hard part though, well you would be doing the no, same thing. I would thing. be, but anyone like, would be. It's just you specifically are just built for this role. You're built for it. The hard part though is the with how early and often they wanted you to yell in the huddle, you can't sustain the O oh, the entire possession. So I had to take a breath and be like, oh, break the huddle, catch my breath, oh, throughout the play. Like you can't oh the whole time. You're gonna you're gonna die. You get lightheaded. Electric. It was it was. And it was nice after the win. There was no like logistics like the Rose Bowl, so we just kind of savored it in for a little bit and Dude, watched the all the celebrations. Was still thinking full about. when they were doing post game interviews, no one even left. You really couldn't get out. I we left right after Jared Goff ran in to the tunnel because I wanted to see that, and I was trying to start a Jared Goff chant, but it was so loud, like you couldn't even like you couldn't start a chant. Do you think the atmosphere will live up to that <laughs> hype next week? Yeah, it's yeah, probably it's not the first playoff game anymore. So it takes a lot out of you, though. People got to get their minds right and their voices correct this week. Drink some tea. Drink some tea. Jinx. It was sweet after the first touchdown. I've never seen this in an NFL game. They were playing swag surfing, and Kirby Joseph had the entire kickoff unit swag surfing. Like it was like a college football game. <laughs> it was awesome. Wild. Like you do not see that in the that. NFL. He had the like, and then in the end zone, like. Like a part of the end zone, like fans actually started swag surfing. It was crazy. I was like, oh my God, like we might win by 50. And then the Rams did what the Rams do. And it wasn't, but in that moment, I thought it was my TV. Jesus Christ. They just put Jalen Hurd's broken finger on the screen for like 30 seconds, zoomed in this close. And it's like in half, and they're just zooming in on it. It's disgusting. Um, They're going crazy. If we're being honest, we do talk about the refs. Did you guys both feel like we got the benefit of the doubt on a lot of calls by the ref? I know not the false start, but like bigger ones, I think we got I a think good deal on. The one that you thought was a pass interference, the Kirby Joseph like making play on the ball, I think that was questionable. I mean, there's no way they were catching that ball, so like throwing the flag seemed unnecessary. So I don't feel like Kirby bad. Jump, Joseph jumping over two guys and not even making an attempt to catch the ball. That but one? he was attempting. Yeah. The deep one. Yeah, that I, wait, was clean. I, I thought, thought he was, that was clean. He was, in, he was in a position to catch it, I thought. I thought it was a catchable football. Uh, he's no, if that was in the reverse, I would have been wanting a flag, but I think I would have like football I would, IQ. I would that swallow guy my whistle. The right there. to the ball just as much as everyone else. Yeah, that's what they <laughs> said. Kirby they said Kirby was trying to get to the ball, and that's okay. Uh, the late and one. the game-winning one. The Nakua hold, was, and then Anceloni destroyed oh. him in the face. <laughs> yeah, that one. Was, they don't care. They did not care about. It was questionable, but they were letting him play like that. All I day. saw it. I saw it at the top of the route too. I said it. I was like, "Oh God!" I, I said out loud, "This is going to be a first down." I was wrong. They they did not throw a fight, but you could see the jersey. He held him from the line from of scrimmage all the way up to that point. <laughs> and they had called Branch on the same penalty earlier that I thought was a little like he held him, but. 
it wasn't like guy. it wasn't atrocious oh yeah they called that so i was like oh yeah they're calling this for sure and looking back the stafford hit we that was roughing the passer every other time he didn't get the call yeah the, the mcneil coming in, in late just with his he one arm murdered up. in the face his yeah. eyes were in the back of his head he was can't out. believe he came back in. it was crazy a regular season yeah, game, they're going to tell he him He pulled no. it off. He pulled it off like it is my ribs. I'm good. I'm, my ribs. My ribs hurt. Mm-hmm. No, really. His, you his were out cold, cramped. buddy. Have you seen the video? Yeah. He did a good job of his shoulder. I th- we all thought he dislocated his shoulder. Dude, his eyeballs go. And got stepped on. Oh, my God. It's so bad. His, his The hand. when he Also, Stafford just always. Anytime I watch him play football, he just takes so much abuse. His one throw where he just what makes goes you appreciate right how good he is into a Lee McNeil's helmet. His hands just gushing blood. It's just like my hand that happens to me. My hand's broken. I can't throw a football anymore for sure. <laughs> and he just comes right back in. Is still slinging it around. You bruise your fingernail. You're not throwing the ball, Alex. Well, I mean that's just a little oh. ridiculous. Oh, I'm just saying if I got hit someone in that had Lee a- helmet, my hand would probably break. Someone had a funny tweet that said it was like the quintessential Stafford game in Detroit where he played awesome, almost died, but then still came up short. And I was like, damn, that actually does hit on the head on the nail that in Detroit, that's what we saw a lot of times. Like yeah. absolute baller. Did anything he died. could for his team, but still came up short. Yeah. No matter what. Not but fault, everybody would but blame just, him for the loss for whatever reason. Anyways, to answer your question, I don't think we won the game because of the whistles. We got lucky on a couple plays though that's part of the game hey let them play you and want they, the players to and decide they got the lucky on the one false start so it made me think of the brad stevens one of the better quotes i've ever heard in from a coach is he used to always say with butler before the game the toughest team sets the rules that if you play just so physical you have to dare the refs to actually call it that many times. And our second dare was like, we're going to be physical as hell in the entire game. Like, we're going to lay people out. And if the refs are really going to call 15 penalties on us for it, then they'll do it. But human nature is they're going to let you get away with some stuff because they don't want to call 15 penalties. Like when it's like we were just Kirby decking people. Like broke Tyler Higby's <laughs> leg, basically. Well, that's a clean hit. Yeah. That's a clean hit. Stafford was People are going to hate that, but that's a clean hit. That one. Oh, they almost got in a fight. Like everyone almost got in a fight at that moment. Fucking bully. I think it was just off. because like KB's like the veteran. If it was like blew a rookie, it's just like everyone doesn't really care. Oh my god! But I think it's just KB's the. Ancelotti yeah. also like broke his shoulder in this game, so that was interesting. Came back in in a harness where he could not like move his arm past this point. Oh wow! I didn't know he. So, yeah. so at the end of the game, when today. he threw the hit on Nakua, he just used his other arm. He didn't use his other. His mm. broken shoulder problem he's got. Oh, and when he sat up too, he was like this because oh, he that knew he made hit it look him so, late. He was like so much for worse. No I wish he didn't do that. Guilty. <laughs> Guilty. Yeah, I'm um, grateful we won though. So grateful. Can't expect that call next week. Um, I did have an interaction with one guy in the stands that just irked me, but I was like, I don't have time to think about this person. Um, Twenty. The Rams just kicked a field goal to go make it 24-20. We're getting the ball back because this is like in the second half. And I was saying out loud to who I was with, I said, this is, there's blood in the water right now. We are sharks. There's blood in the water. If we go get seven and go 31-20 in the end of the third, start of the fourth, we're going to, this is going to be good. Like we're going to get another defensive stop. And this guy goes, stop saying that. Stop. Was he old? I looked at him like, 
Yeah, he's older than me. He's a tall dude too, like in his thirties. He's like, stop saying that. Stop, like, cut it out. And I was like, what do you mean? Did you say that? <laughs> he was like, yeah. I was like, I looked. At him, I was like, what, what? I turned around. I was like, what do you? What do you mean? And he's like, d- he's like, stop. Don't speak that. I'm like, I just looked at him. I said, I don't believe in jinxes. <laughs> like, I just looked him in the face, and I was, like, we're just talking about the situation. And he was like, I, he goes, I don't believe in jinxes either, but I believe in like upsetting the football gods. And I just like tuned him out after that. I was like, oh, fuck okay, out here. buddy, you're I'm just right saying, if we, if we right score there? seven, we're going to kill this team. Yes. Well, they'll be dead. I believe in the football gods, buddy. Shut up, buddy. I was like, this guy's a loser. You're like, a loser. buddy. <laughs> he definitely believes in jinxes because like the only reason the you football gods talking like that. Yes, he believes in jinxes. <laughs> The entire game, before every defensive possession, I said, Brian Branch, pick six loading. Okay, buddy? <laughs> There's like, I've said it the entire game, and it never happened. All right. Oh. Oh. What was your happiest um, moment in the game? What was the most jacked up you got during that game? Evan, you too. Uh, Gibbs' touchdown run, I thought we were just exerting our will on Gibbs, I thought Gibbs made me explode. Us. I went bananas after the Laporta play was too nerve-wracking i was too like nuts in my Far throat down. to appreciate it but that might have been the biggest like evan said looking back the gibbs touchdown run i thought we were about to run away because we were up 14 to 3 at the time i was like oh my god we're gonna win by yeah 30. i, I, was super I erupted after the gibbs touchdown <laughs> I was running around my <laughs> living room like so loud I don't that know what was like the, the biggest, the most. When Hutch got held, and I saw the flag. When the flag threw on Hutch, I just screamed, "Hold, hold, coming back!" Hold. I feel like the loudest oh, Ford field was after we, Stafford. I tripped. think that was the loudest reaction moment out of us. Besides the end of the game, was that single play? Because obviously, my bias ass said, "Okay, I'm going to player watch here," okay. and I did player watch on the correct play. Nice. <laughs> um, and. Uh, both Cody's gotten reaction to. I never heard McCrate scream so loud at at the TV in my life. What he said? He did. he did on that play. I think, he said, I think he screamed Hutch or he screamed like tackle him or get him or something like that because they did before the replay. They don't really show, but you just see Hutchinson like whiff on like a sack opportunity. I felt like he yeah, was, he he was getting in yeah. there, just not finishing the job. He would get close, but Stafford would just wiggle his way out a bunch of times. He that did get damn two well, sacks. I guarantee like, the next thing that we play is going to run. The first play is going to be the, they just they call it L.A. Rams. Just call it the Rams. Okay, motion across. We need send Puka across to come. Send Devontae Smith across, and then you just run a drag route back if we're in man to man. That's what they were doing most ninety five percent of the time. They always had a drag route running across. Drag route with a dig no. behind, or drag route, drag route, or drag route with a deep out, or or a fade. The ironic thing about Hutch that his yeah, spin was move on like that the, one time, his spin move. I don't know if he got the sack on that play, but he had a spin move that I was like, that was actually pretty impressive. Dude, it felt like when like the game was hitting its biggest moments, he was just giving I did an roll extra my, I did roll my eyes like, on both of his sacks. That was what I was gonna say, Evan. It's ironic <laughs> that we had this pressures versus sacks debate the entire year. And I think I saw Colton Pouncey said he's like, if you look back, Hutch's pressures were way more impressive than the sacks he got because they it were. Does it gives a little bit of a boost to the sack argument because they gave him two sacks and like Stafford just fell down basically on both of them. First one, yeah, Stafford fumbled or fell backwards. Second one, Stafford kind of ran and then just gave up and dove forward, and Hutch was the first one to touch him. Yeah, but he impacted the game pretty well overall i mean the holding was the was one of the biggest 
plays yeah. the entire game that he drew. I thought we were going to for sure uh, get also, a roughing the passer for Hutch going low on that play. I was like, yeah, we're dead. But he got blocked. Were you guys team accept that penalty or team decline? Because that was a big was, topic of discussion. I was team that, decline. That's all they repeated the entire time. I was like, do we accept it or do we decline it? Do we accept it or decline it? I was like, or do you want it fourth and sixth or do you want it third and long? And I just kept on saying that back and forth, back and forth. Did not get an answer was from it, either of the people. And I was like, I don't know what I would do either. I decline it. Was I was it firm to pass? Was it a ex- it was a cost of the running back on the backfield, but it was like a loss of yardage, one oh. or two. And it was third and four. So I said, it's either going to be fourth and five or fourth and six. Fourth and five from the 40-ish. Mm. And I was like, Maher's they a bad gone for kicker. It. If they kick that, he probably will I miss. I think they would have gone for it, too. That's the thing. Like, I would want to go out there, be a coach, and be like, all right, we decline. And then they line up there with their offense. Be like, you know what? Joking. We accept. Yeah. Back them up. If I declined and they went for it, I'd shit my pants because then I would be like, oh, my God, yes. I made the wrong decision. I would, I would say, all right, I'm accepting it only if they kick a field goal. And if they can kick a field goal, I will accept it. If anything yeah, else, I am same. declining it. In Dan's defense, he but immediately he accepted that. and he was ready to go. So good for him. Yeah. Because I was like, I, was, I don't know. I was team accept. And I know it didn't really matter. Like fourth and five, I think fourth and six, I think they would have gotten it. Just how the game had I been. I was just hoping I was they were going to get third and 14. Because they had gotten a bunch of yeah, uh, 10 long still before. But out. The crazy thing is I, I heard multiple national people say after the game, they're surprised McVay did not go for the fourth and 14, which is crazy to me. Well, I thought punting was the right thing to do there with how bad our offense had been. In the I think half. I'm not sure. They said they had one time out left. Why wouldn't you go for it? Fourth and 14 on like across the 50 or wherever they were at. I was like, no way. I didn't think going for fourth and 14 made any sense. I think sense it's one of those situations, Grant, where it's damned if you do, damned if you don't. I think the only mistake McVeigh made was he should have went for it when they settled for the twenty yard field goal to go down one. They were it was like four it would have been like fourth and five from the twenty. And they kicked it. And I was mm-hmm. like, You guys moved the I ball. I think they should have went over. for the touchdown on the first drive. I thought it was, I think it was fourth and two. In the red zone a couple fourth of times. They should have not settled for those like dinky like ten yard yeah. field goals. But McVeigh did say after the game, he, in reference to one of them, that he said he should have went for it. But it was fourth and eight at the Detroit eleven, which on is the kind first of drive or the different drive. The one that made it a one point game, the field goal they kicked. I, just, I mean, you can still get to the three and get a first down. And our defense is we kind of got we got lucky a lot in that game where where perfect we ended up to be like in the red zone was perfect. first and goal from the 10 like <laughs> twice so i was like yeah i thought about that because it was the alabama great game you brought it up granted but i was like it's so hard to score from the 10 yard line every time we tackled um, near that 13 11 12 i sort of thought about it i was like so hard to score from here yeah so hard to score from you here. can't get a first down on the first one when they got it on the 11 i said oh we're good field goal they're on the 11 they it's can't just because it makes it so easy like, what are you talking about and i was like they just it's like they can't get a first down they can't the, the first down's a touchdown so they're not gonna be able to get it it's too tight the dbs can literally just hang out at the goal line and they're not gonna get beat 40 yards over the top like they do every other drive so good communication though with uh the motion and cj dj uh the China line cup in the backfield. I know it was probably obvious and they probably knew it was coming, but the good communication. They ran a couple guys across his face. He had a pickup cup out of the backfield on the, I think it was third down fade route to cup. They had one. This is a situation. Yeah, that, that was a great play. The Rams great had play. one beautiful just, motion where they ran Nakua at the last second across all the way to the other side, switching it to Kirby Joseph. And then they just ran Nakua back to the other side on a crosser. And he goes for 40. I'm like, that's what all they did. Sean McVay, all they did. smart guy. 
I mean, you just absolutely because we weren't rolling Aaron people down; right we were there. chasing them. Also, I think to your guys' point, next week I'm more confident. Depending on no matter who we play, McVeigh and Stafford are just such vets. Where I know they took two timeouts, but they were very, very disciplined for how loud it was. They knew all the motion <laughs> that they needed to yeah. do. The snap counts were money. Like they're veterans. They were not that rattled by the noise. They did have the two timeouts, like I said, but. Outside of that, like Stafford was changing stuff at the line like the entire game, and people would get louder and louder, and it just he was just dialed right every time. No false starts, really. Yeah, they didn't have any of that stuff, which is so. I think whoever we play next week is going to have more of those because I just don't like Sirianni and Hurts are experienced, but I don't know. That's a tough environment, and they handled it pretty flawlessly. Besides the two also, and those aren't even that bad. And you do. um, I was sent a stat today. Of just what Ben Johnson did. Oh, I had some stats that I um they got their like end edge rusher Michael Hoyt to drop into coverage 19 times uh yesterday. And when he dropped yeah, into stupid. coverage, they threw it to him six times, and all six targets went for first downs and a touchdown. So they just were like, Did you let's see? get this guy in coverage and let's immediately attack this 6'5", 300-pound edge rusher. I didn't even know that guy was a NFL player until – And they we just went him. at him. That's why Josh Reynolds was balling. Did you see the fourth and the fourth and two play? I saw someone – or I think Dan Orlovsky broke it down, the schematics of it. That's why, fourth uh, and two. That's why we, we lined up in that personnel. That's why we split everybody out. Fourth and two, and the skill players of Amonra, Jameer Gibbs – Josh Reynolds are not on the field. They're yeah. not on the field. It's David Montgomery, Brock Wright, Laporta, and I don't know, like a, Jason a third string wide there. receiver. It was Jason Kambinda as the fullback that was split out wide. <laughs> like, that's your skill, guys. All to get Laporta on the defensive end, and it yes. worked. Crazy. Like, psychotic. psychotic. Johnson is just picking the matchups he likes and attacking them. It's a great sign. Jared great was coaching. 22 for 22 when not pressured. Yeah. Last night. Jared was cooking with That's gas nice in the stat. first half. You play the soft zone against us, 22 for 22, 277 and a touchdown. They said pregame mm-hmm. that the Lions eat up zones and that the Rams play mostly zone coverage. So, And it won't show up on the box score, but there was another clip from Baldinger of um, Jamison Williams, and I kind of noticed it during the game. The way he's able to take off when people play soft zone, he opens up everything underneath for everyone else. He just because they just have to like book it off, out with him. Blows the top off. Safety has to bail. And Amonra underneath, and they're just wide open. So he's very Shout valuable. Jamo for sense. and he had two great catches. Yeah, two contested. Well, one super contested catch. I cannot believe he caught that, considering some of the passes <laughs> he drops. And he caught one in traffic, and then he got up and he talked his talked his shit to that guy too. I was like. Oh. Speaking of stats, Alex, I didn't see this. You texted this about the graphic they showed of Michael Badgley. Michael Badgley, what a guy. What Unbelievable. A kick. What a kick. Um, game. I don't know if I've ever been as nervous for a kick in my life. That's not true, Evan. Michael Geiger. <laughs> Michael Geiger. Michael Geiger. At Ohio State. State. I don't know, Evan. I remember you vividly. Yeah, but we, we were don't, pacing like, the we living room. We don't lose the game on that kick. We, were we don't lose the game on that kick. Pacing the living room. We were running into my kitchen and yeah. back. Full panic. Crazy that he made a 54-yarder. The fact that he's 43% is so terrible. It's the worst in the NFL. Not good. Worst in NFL history. And that's our kicker? Makes me nervous for next week. Makes me nervous for next week if we have to try one. But that's a turnover if he misses. You put them on the 50, basically. probably ends. 
disaster. Disaster if he misses that. So shout out to him. Um, the other thing I wanted to say was the Stafford postgame comments. Have you guys yeah, seen the clip that went me. around? He's, the heat of the, he's just I, after the game. It's just he's. I don't blame him. I I, I still hate the Lions fans for dissing on him. He did nothing wrong for this. I don't mind the franchise for our sports team for a playoff game. It's a playoff game. As I said, not a bad guy. You can you can feel bad for Stafford the day after, but during the game. Like do, we shouldn't be like we should not care about Stafford's feelings. Now today, no, I care about Stafford's we can be the entire we day. can feel bad for him. Not yesterday. I was hoping Stafford played well all day yesterday. I did, but we still. Not. I wanted him to throw. That seven was my picks. mindset going into the game. <laughs> I need to ask Evan this. So I'm just I pictured this in my head of you watching the game. Were you like fist? So let's say it's third and fourteen. Down? Wait, <laughs> I was not fist no, pumping no. anytime they did. I was actually pissed off every time they scored. But deep down, I like well, I was like, well, Stafford's playing well. I didn't want him to play bad. That's 100. I did not want Stafford to play bad. Third and fourteen though for you then. Like third and fourteen, Rams throw it to Nakua. Like it's a sweet throw. You're not like, damn it. You're like, oh, that Matthew Stafford. Like, that's what I'm picturing you were like. <laughs> no, I, say, I scream and then, I'm, and then underneath my breath, I just whisper to Cody. I'm like, he's still that good. He is still that good. Stafford did make one throw I, for a first down, and my dad texted me, and he's like, Stafford, still good. I'm like, yeah, dad. Yeah, well, Chris Cosworth said that was the right best, one of the best throws of the season. Yeah. The one that he hurt his hand on. He's good. He's a good player. Still is. Jared Goff has more from the crowd perspective. He does. Shut up. From the Stafford has crowd Super Bowl. Not for Detroit. Yeah. <laughs> the Detroit Rams. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I was fully forget. prepared to root for the Rams if we lost. I was ready to get number two. Well, I was ready really? to get number two. I don't think no, I could just bring myself to do it. guy, Patty Mahomes. And I like I, I didn't I did not boo record show I did not you boo. did boo pregame during the game <laughs> you did boo yes no. you texted us I chanted <laughs> Matt Stafford outside that, the stadium oh that's even worse <laughs> just boo Grant well, the, you'd be booing anybody else got me carried away you've been booing the ball boy be, out there I was to the point where he was my enemy that night and now and I also don't blame him for what he said people that are in their feelings like I think uh it was. Jim Costa quote tweeted and said, this is a weird comment to me. Like, no, it's not. He's a psycho competitor. Jim, have you ever played a fucking no, sport? Jim Costa like, no, Jim Costa His season's over with. He can't win a Super Bowl yes. this year. Like, yeah, I don't think. How do you feel about the fans' wrong. feelings? What do you think he's supposed to say? Like, I'm so excited for the fans of Detroit for booing me as I walked out of the field. Good for them. It's like, no. He's going to say, I'm happy for the players. people that hated Why the me because I'm on the opposite team. would he be happy for us fans? After and even if he was being petty by saying it that way, good for him. That's competition. But I, don't, yeah. I don't think he sh- should feel bad for that. When he comes back in the regular season next year, we can do a tribute video. Oh, on the Claire, are you him. the are you the, the one who sent the uh, the tweet? <laughs> oh my god, that was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. If it was you, the one where it's like uh, what? It was like that one kid who like he was like sent out a tweet. It was like him blowing his load over having to play Matthew Stafford in the playoffs, and then. The guy said something about like <laughs> every girl is now like drier than the Sahara Desert thanks to you. Oh yeah, yeah. That was the funniest tweet I think I've ever seen. I don't think I've. I don't. The that was. I don't the think I've ever down bad sav quote. I don't think I like Tony ever Dabrowski. laughed harder to a tweet than that one. It was like he wrote a tweet and he signed it Matthew. He's like Matthew like John Johnson. Michael Stafford. 
John Stafford <laughs> like signed a love letter about playing him in the Dude, playoffs. So, oh my god, oh my god, that was. Did you see Kelly Stafford is uh called us our city trash for the fans that and she didn't call us trash, but she said everything was good except for the fans that booed my kids. And I'm like, no, no, no way that people kids. booed your four daughters. No, <laughs> she's like in a she suite. Sucks. She always has though. For them to think. For them to think that anyone booed Stafford specifically, it was that the whole team ran out together. There was no introduction for Matthew Stafford. They just booed when they saw the Rams. It's pretty no simple. No one's going to boo your like six-year-old and under daughters. Like, and if they did, those are piece of shit humans. But come on. Yeah. And uh, once the game was underway, it was more supporting Jared Goff than it was tearing down Matthew Stafford. And that's what it should have been. It was more for Jared. I think it's because Kelly um, wore a... Uh... Born and raised Detroit jacket, and so did her kids. That's why people were upset. I saw our, our uh, longtime listener and buddy uh, Chief. I think it was on that clip of Stafford saying, "Like I'm happy for the players." And Chief was just being uh, a little petty comment. He was like, "What do you expect to stay in ovation for zero playoff <laughs> wins?" I was like, "Mean." It's funny though. It is. It was. It was a tenacious week. I think in months from now we'll all be like, "Yeah, we do. We we love Stafford. We do." And that this we didn't this brings week. the worst in people. We can't all be like you, Evan, where we can like. Sit I can't there be happy. I, I wish I had your perspective, game. but I was like, I was like psycho mode. No, oh, I did get upset. I did say like, I hope he's not seriously hurt. I want him to keep playing because this is a great football game. I did not want Carson mm. Wentz in that game. There's certainly a point when he was injured that I was like, God, we win this game easy if Carson Wentz comes in. I thought the complete opposite, saying, oh my gosh, we're going to lose to Carson Wentz. Jesus, Evan. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember the last time Carson Wentz played in Detroit? Yeah, I was like, last uh, year. My thought in my head was, oh my gosh, we're going to lose to Carson Wentz. Hutch had three sacks. And then I was going to say, if Carson Wentz beat us, then probably it's just never meant to be. Yeah. It's just, no, Evan, he stinks. It would have been like when JMO came in for the Saints earlier this year and he throws an immediate interception. <laughs> like every pass I think is almost Carson a pick. Wentz would have came in, got sacked, and fumbled within. I think three it would have been a quarterback run for like 15 yards out of the blue. Jesus, so, a couple of questions to wrap it up. Last week. Against like the really? San Francisco That's JV wild. team. Um, JV team's better than half, better than Dallas. I'm better than the Lions. Lincoln Riley. Big picture questions. That's pretty weird. Why is uh, he on the rapid side to wrap up the Lions? Um, expectations. Tampa Bay side. So lines? a big thing was the the goal was to win a playoff game, win the division. Both are checked. Let's say, well, it's either Eagles or Bucks. Is it truly house money, or is are we sports fans where we? shift the expectation immediately and we're now expecting to win this game and now it's going to feel really bad if we aren't in the conference championship game. It's going to feel really bad I think we're not in at. the conference championship because we're hosting another playoff game. It should. I'm it should you. still be the same. I'm with you, like Evan. our stupid brains are going to do exactly what you guys just Alex, said. you said reach, keep on reaching because anything can happen. Yeah, no. Just talk no, about we our, sh- what we're doing in 10 years from now. We should enjoy what it. What are we doing in two weeks from we now? We should love every Next week we're going to be on this podcast talking about how we won another freaking playoff Evan, game. you just said the we, we would lose the Carson Wentz. 
So let's pump the brakes over I, there, I just buddy. said that thought was going through my head. I didn't say what would happen. I just said, well, that's the thought that went let's through my head. Let's get to the more important like, oh, question. Cars and fucking wets. Who do you want to play? I don't care about no. that. Who do I want to play? Yeah. The Bucks, but I don't think it's it's not like it's. I, would ob- I think it's obvious. Play well. Is AJ Brown going to play against us or not? Is he playing tonight? Yes. No, he's not no. playing tonight. But he'll play. Yeah, I think he week. would play. I bet. Then I won't play the Bucks. Hurts' finger will be better. I won't play the Bucks, but Mike Ev- playoff Mike Evans scares me. CJ, I mean, we're going to give up the only reason I want to play any receiver, the number one receiver the on the any only team. Reason I so that play doesn't the really matter. Ben, don't break. The only reason I want to play the Bucks is literally because our quarterback going into that game, you know for a hundred percent fact that our quarterback is better than their quarterback. Yeah, Eagles. You could argue it because they're, they're totally two different quarterbacks. So there's an argument there. Baker bomb and oh my god, Mike Evans dropped by it. Mike Evans. He dropped a touchdown. And Ooh. we have such a Mike Evans such a better coaching over staff. 100 yards. Just had a 70 yard touchdown. Drop. I have any time dropped a so that yeah, sucks in his hands. <laughs> um, our coaching staff is way better than theirs, so I like that as a rematch better because I think our adjustments will shit. On I think our coaching staff sucks would shit. Ben on Johnson's both of them. gone. I, 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 thought, I we'll talk this. about this when the Eagles season is ends. harder. Matt Patricia, yeah, Aaron Glenn leaves. Aaron Glenn leaves. You bring the same grit on determination. Mike Frayville, defense coordinator, welcome in. He's not. He's got to be a head coach. Come on, dude. He's going to be a head Where coach. Is he going to get the head coaching job? Like ten openings. Any of the nine that I think are open. Oh, they're, they're, they're getting I it think. taken up. Ben jo- Carolina Panthers are waiting to hire Ben Johnson. Panthers and Commanders Frazier, are fighting for Ben Johnson. Ben, That's ben also hiring. turned down the Panthers last year. So If Vrabel is a defensive coordinator. Well, that's never, I'll, yeah, I'll do that's something. not going to happen. I'll do, take so, a year I, off I don't, I'll do he something. He's a defensive coordinator for a year. He's a head coach in this league. If we, it'd be the best hire we've ever made in the history of football. If he's our Agreed. defensive coordinator next year, we'd probably win the Super Bowl. Oh my God, the Bucks no, are it's stupid. That he's not the defensive coordinator for the Eagles right now. Oh, he scored! Unbelievable. Who scored? How bad the Who Eagles scored? are. Some dude named Who David scored? Moore. That's a forty-four that's a yard touchdown, person. and he he cooked the secondary. Alex, it's ten nothing. Yeah, I'm watching the game. Eagles stink. Like shit. D. D. Moore? Who the hell David is DJ Moore, Moore good for them? 44 yards. That's something like he went to the company. He just his way on a crosser for 44 yards for a touchdown. Deep down in my head, Alex, that's uh, that's Scotty Miller scored that. Eagles secondary <laughs> took each other out, and he left completely alone. Baker, did Baker you guys – um, For Matt Patricia. Did you – Baker Mayfield. Have you, have you guys thought about between when the game ended to – Anytime today, like the long journey from the start of this podcast to like how we weaved our way to this moment. Yes. It's kind of I crazy. Was, it's like the Michigan I, stuff, I but it's about the wild. podcast specifically. I do. But I, I do I, think I about the. I specifically thought about a certain point the beginning. Uh, during our podcast about. I was in the shower this morning and I thought about I was like me writing my notes down for when Dan Campbell was hired and me questioning it a little bit. I do. Yeah. I thought about this yesterday. We made fun I of wondered. It. I don't remember me, sit, how I reacted. Just to questioning it. it, like I remember how I reacted. I don't remember, to it. I like, because I, I didn't know who he was when we hired him. I was like, "Who is this?" Correct. Dude? It was also it was like a good thing, but a bad thing because it was such a blessing that it's somebody totally different than the shit that we I went know, through Evan with Patricia. Desperately wanted Eric Bieniemy. 
It's all I remember. I yeah, I wanted an offensive guy 100% hmm. for a fact. I don't I remember who I wanted. Guy, and <laughs> the, guy, the offensive guy that we got was a tight end. So I was like, yeah. I remember being I think we liked – um, I think we liked the press conference. I did. But I, I remember us making fun of his title against the Saints title. We said assistant to the regional manager because he was assistant to the head coach. We're like, what the hell is this position? Yeah, like, we didn't really know what coach. he was doing. He was doing. assistant to the head coach and tight ends coach. And then we had Anthony Lynn and we were excited and then realized he was bad. He was and then I remember us saying, Alex, we were like, oh, we're going to hire from within for the OC. I think Evan was against that, which I – I said that. Wouldn't we that had, I remember Ben Johnson whiz kid on our – he's a tight ends coach or something, and we're going to hire him. And Evan was like, no. I do remember, Alex, we watched the Hard Knocks clip I think, or something. We are like, oh, I think Ben Johnson's a super brainchild because we saw him talk yes. in a meeting. And we're like, this guy it's might like, We have a whiz kid, <laughs> Sean McVay, waiting in the wings. There he was, Ben Johnson. Hottest head coaching candidate there is. But like just – well, I think about the podcast, Alex, because our first I one the was the trade. Stafford, like our golf trade. Our timeline is directly linked to when we started to like just this regime and the ups and downs and the darkness and then the, the, the despair. Dan Campbell crying. We used to make fun of him in the first year. Like how many times could he cry after a loss? Like he, he just weeping one time. <laughs> He's cried multiple times after losses in the first year. I, I just finally what I game. remember most is you two saying that you were ready for him to be fired after the Patriots game, and I just remember how that Patriots game how dark it was the day after the Patriots game. Well, you weren't you stopped watching. I didn't even watch. You stopped watching. I didn't watch the game. You didn't watch the Dolphins game. I know you quit. I was out. I did not watch the Dolphins game. I didn't watch it either. I did. It was it was a great game. Everything changed when Grant gave Evan and I the tickets to go to that Packers game. And then we went to that game, mm-hmm. won that game, and then they won Ever like since seven I bought my Amonra jersey. Mm-hmm. Is that when you bought it? No, I bought it. No, you I bought the Eagles it. game. I bought it the year before. Oh, my God, the Eagles game. When we got blown out by the Eagles. Don't forget about that. It was the worst football game I've ever seen. <laughs> Trinity Benson. We booed him off the field. I was booing him off the field. Well, this is when – that's when they that were the playing Amonra. Amonra was screaming. Why aren't you playing Amonra? Benson was playing. On third down, they were just like, "What are we doing?" It was a yeah, Craven Benson, Masters class. They heard us because the next week, Amonra started going off, and then he was a fancy football god. And it was like, "Yeah, he's a good player." We told you this from the beginning. Told you when he got drafted. After I watched his tape, I was like, "Oh, I think we got Robert." I think Woods. this just makes me upset that it took the Lions three years to get to this point. Not even really, because like last year, you could argue. By mid year two, they were they were like ready. They won a bunch of games. They nearly made the playoffs. And then I just look at the other franchises in this city. Disgusting. Mm. Disgusting. Different sports. It's disgusting, though. Grant. Different sport. The Lions are the worst franchise in the history of sports. We're not talking arguably. about the other ones. And they did it in Alex, three years. We're, we're, we're lifting up the Lions. We're not putting down the other teams. Well, we should. You should put down the other team. The golf storyline. Well, Alex, continues the Redwoods have won four or five cents the new year. So how about you, that, buddy? Evan we told me to burn my dear <laughs> golf jersey at one point during the dark times. <laughs> you almost did it. I, was, I kept saying that he's a good person. I can't do that to him. So, and sometimes it leaves me speechless trying to form words about the Jared Goff trajectory arc for the Lions. It's hard to put Evan into words. Evan could not wait to get things. off of his contract. Could not it could not happen faster and now we're talking about a guy that just won a playoff game in detroit 
the only one that's ever done contract. in our lives. And now it's about getting rid of all the other bad contracts so we can afford like, God and we, afford a monitor and afford Gibbs and afford Sewell. The sick part, though, is like there's still this little thing in your like, head. Would we win more if we had someone fan? flash here? Yeah, hey, like, wouldn't you it see be what sweet CJ if we does, like, and you're like, I would love to have CJ Stroud. You're like, I should just appreciate golf. Like, I need to stop and just be like, I'm riding with him. Yeah. So what's the point of the Hendon Hooker pick? Evan. Uh, well, in case Jared's he breaks his leg until he's sixty, don't give a shit. In case he gets hurt, Hendon Hooker is like two years younger than Jared Goff. <laughs> Jared's still like, I can't believe. I guess it's a testament to like the NFL, like. The Rams are ready to just be completely done and throw him in the toilet. Did not care about him anymore. And he it's always about perfect fit, perfect. He place. is a top twelve I, minimum all the quarterback rookie in the you entire league. Perfect place, perfect fit. I know it's recency bias because we're also watching Baker Mayfield in a playoff game now. But what happened to those two does not happen. When you get thrown off a team, you do not come back and are good on. Yeah, that, his career that just, was supposed to be over. That does not happen. In the NFL, like Baker was cast aside, Goff even more. You don't find success at your new team rarely ever. It's just a, it's almost elite, a mirror. Unless you're elite talent, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady. Well, they're leaving on their they're own terms talents. almost. Goff and Baker, yeah. not Sean, Indianapolis. Was, Indianapolis, they got they shunned them out because it was suck for luck. Well, their their success with quarterbacks these <laughs> ever since that has been really good. So. I'm just, I'm just saying those two situations. Yes, though, they've I, got kind of. I'd have to go out. back and. I'm, as, yeah. I remember Bill Belichick wanted Tom Brady. You know, Peyton Manning was considering retiring because his neck was so. F- well, I guess at the at the end of your career, yeah, the difference for golf, like he's in his 20s, and they're like literally yeah, four seasons had just yeah. gone to the Super Bowl, and they're like, see ya. And the year they got rid of him, they won a playoff game in Seattle, I think, and they like benched him because he got hurt. And they still won. They were playing the something Wolford, Wolford over him. John Wolford. John Wolford in a playoff game against the Seattle Seahawks. It's like, dude. And they asked Sean McVay in that clip you sent, Evan. I forgot the quote, but he was like, "Is Jared Goff your quarterback?" And he goes, "He's our. He's a quarterback now." Like just so dismissive and like mean to his starting quarterback. Yeah. And now he just beat his ass in the playoffs. They did win a Super Bowl. But we just beat their ass in the playoffs. And that Granted, Sean McVay also did not draft Jared Goff. Do you know who did? Fair. Sure, be a question. Brad Holmes. No. Who was the head coach when Jared Goff got drafted? Uh, Jeff, Jeff, Fisher. Jeff Fisher. Good job, guys. Hard knocks. St. Louis Saint Rams. St. Louis, actually. Um, my he last thing. In, he played in. He never got to play in the new stadium. So far. Sad. You did last year, my, uh, two years ago. Goff went Jared Lions Goff, at Rams. Not, Jared Goff never got to play as a Ram in the new stadium. Is what my point is. I was going to say he played in three different stadiums as a home, but he never got to play in the new one. He played there this year. Yeah, forgot. Chargers. It kind of hit me yesterday. Maybe it was this morning. <laughs> You guys getting these tangents about like what we played detail. at the Chargers this year at SoFi. Alex, my point is, I get I your was point. Say, golf got to play I just, in three I just different home. Forgot. No, your point is you He's played in SoFi. Me, what he I have played in SoFi more than once. Correct, but he was not the wearing course a Rams jersey. Your guys' friendship. He wasn't wearing it's a Rams little jersey. Details. Is what my point is. Nope, but he played there. <laughs> <laughs> 
hands down, do you guys agree? Do you guys agree that this was the best sports week of my life, and it's all downhill from I can't here? Imagine it gets better for you. I really can't. Cody and Cam were talking, better, and I was like, "He's like, this is the best week. It can't get any better." I was like, "Well, the Lions could win a Super Bowl with that week. Oh, be pretty sweet." That was my last. And they kind of both said. Kind of like no, just because of like Michigan winning the national championship and the Lions playoff win, like kind of trump a Lions Super Bowl by itself. Yeah, Grant, is a Michigan national championship in your mind better than a Lions Super Bowl? No, Lions Super Bowl trumps the Michigan national championship if that were to happen. Yeah, I think when I did my power rating, that makes me feel good. Teams I care about, Lions are. That makes me feel good. I think our sports rankings, who we care about, will change. You guys laughed at me because Pistons were at my bottom. Not looking at you guys, idiots. Oh, please, Evan. Do you want yeah, us to recycle all your bad takes or what? I don't have any bad takes. <laughs> Straight facts. I think mine is mine's Butler, Lions, Michigan football. Mine is definitely Michigan State basketball because of the amount of strokes I've I had think watching. Michigan State athletics and Lions. I think I would take a Lions, Lions Super but, Bowl over a Michigan State football because it just doesn't seem realistic. Here somewhere. I guess bigger bigger picture, like just football season, this is almost impossible to top. Like I don't we'll see what's going to happen in the next, which is kind of sad. Year like this again. A better football watching month. The only Two thing months. I can even remotely like feel like is comparable is Michigan State made the playoff, made the Final Four, and then seven months later made the football playoff. That's a pretty great year. That's your peak of the yeah, year. That was then. probably the peak. Show number three. I have our notes from show number three. February February 1st, 2021. It's the Stafford Golf Train. Oh, training. my God. Wow. I can't believe we just have that in front of you. Any juicy nuggets? Yeah, anything you like? Uh, Any bad? Well, our show number two was like Stafford announced that it's going to happen, like, and then we were just like debating, like, yeah. what we're going to back in return. People forget he did ask out. I don't blame him, but he did ask. Do you guys out. see the tweet Wilkins just sent? It's so off topic, but it's just very funny. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> People are too comfortable on Twitter. <laughs> Evan, I have my two questions for you. Yeah, I'm ready. Since. The- um, full full honesty, you can be as honest as you want, or your friends. How bad was it watching Michigan win the title? Like, was because I know we had that quote graphic of you saying you'd go off Evan, the grid I know. and it would be unbearable. Like, was it that I bad? Know it was not as I bad as I said you. it to myself in the in my Jeep. I was like, it's not actually wasn't as bad as I thought. At in the moment, though, you know, I it was sky was at a i was at a party watch party however you want to call it with all michigan fans like i had to like sit down and shut up and just take it until like get it over with was the rose bowl worse then like because there was two groups where i think some people thought the rose bowl was actually the title game i thought washington could easily beat michigan and i stand by that there was only a seven point game but i think okay so i didn't know if you were like all right alabama was the big game this is going to be a win but i, I didn't I mean, know I thought what washington it was like. beat them but i mean michigan obviously was a clear favorite and i was like michigan should win i was cheering for washington but i i figured michigan would win i was more pissed off that alabama couldn't beat michigan i was like you you blank 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 sobs have you done a good job of avoiding any of like social clips or anything from it after i feel like that makes it better if you're not seeing the cringy stuff that you would well, see i had after to turn my phone on airplane that night because Thanks to you, which don't blame you, Blue Wall. Um, I turned it on oh, and yeah. I tried to like stay off of Twitter and 
Facebook as much as I possible that day, but I couldn't really. I've avoided it like the plague, and it's it's gone very well for me. I have not seen anything. It's great. I mean, I, I still see stuff every like every sometimes. so often, but I mean, Alex has pivoted his uh annoyance into like praying on Michigan's downfall next season because he's all over who's leaving and who's going. Well, <laughs> I think Michigan's going to drastically suck next year. Oh, relatively compared to the last two years. Again. They're not going to win the no, title. I don't. Alex, I will bet my entire bank account right now. Michigan will not win the title next year. I, four years ago, I would have yeah, said Michigan will never safe. win a national championship in our lives, and I would have was wrong about that. Well, Alex, you also <laughs> asked me four years ago. I would have also said that Michigan would never win a national I championship with that. Jim. I Arbol. had this conversation and- with Grant in our Birmingham living room. I said Michigan and Michigan State will never win a football national championship. We have nothing to worry about. Was that after the Georgia no, loss? It was, it was after the COVID year. I was like, yeah, these teams will never win anything. Oh. Here we are. Sucks. Yeah, I never thought it was happening. I never thought it was happening. That's why I was Sometimes I wake up at 3 a.m. and I'm like, fuck, they won the national championship. The win wasn't, it wasn't as damaging as I thought it was going to be, like life altering. But also, like, once Sanderson picked that off, it wasn't like a, like, Mm. you kind of got over it, like, in the fourth quarter, like, came to realize, like, it helped that they started blowing them out at the end where it wasn't like a last second. Yes. I was like, I can't believe Holy crap, Michigan won, though. There's not like that Dude, signature like play that like some, Michigan can just like time. hold in front of your face and like retweet over and over and over again like a game winning play arm touchdown run or something stupid that it's like, like yeah, oh my god win. this short little overrated running back that won't do anything in the NFL that's all I see for the rest. Of the <laughs> oh, did I say that out loud? Oh my gosh! There it is. Yeah, they get it. Excuse me. Sorry. I am curious to see what happens in the NFL. I don't know. He might be okay. Could he be like Maurice Jones-Drew? He's not Maurice Jones-Drew is good for a couple seasons. Running back, Grant. No, he's not going to I be. wouldn't think. When you don't have breakaway could. speed in the college, you're not going to have breakaway Any, speed. They let in the anybody NFL. in the Pro Bowl. Yeah, they let true. anybody in the Pro Bowl. All pro, Could he be yeah, a Kenneth Walker? Is that what you're saying, Evan? No. Yeah, I don't. Could be like a Darren Sproles? All right, I can get behind that comparison. I don't think he's athletic as Darren Sproles. He's not returning punts. I know that for a fact. Darren Sproles did that. Well, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, like, like his little, I just don't know if he's fast enough. His little cuts. You see Blake Horam running down on special teams in the NFL because he's not the starting quarterback. Do you see that? Do you do you actually see that? They said that Kyron Williams wouldn't no. be good in the NFL. What about Tyler Algier? That little yes, guy. He could be that good. He's not uh, a little guy. Falcons. I don't think he's little. He's short. He's big though. I think he's, he's short. bigger than Bijan. He's sh- I don't think he's no, short. He's short. He's short for sure. I think he is. Maybe I'm wrong, but I'm just trying to think of guys with the, uh, Blake's body type, which is not fair. But that's Tyron all I'm comparing to. Kyron Williams, bigger. Oh, he's five eleven. Kyron not that bad. Ceiling. Blake is five eight. He is short, short. So five he eight got, eight he's three inches short. Wow. Five eight is small. Ah, we'll see. Doesn't matter. Um, Won a national championship. I feel like you guys have taken it better than Ohio State fans that I've seen on the old Bird app. Those, those, they're fun. Your tweet they are making me was laugh. actually actually made me laugh, and it was a Michigan tweet. When that Ohio State guy was like, "I think we're having a better week than Michigan," and then you like quote tweet and says like, "We have to pick out like whatever national championship year we had." I was like, <laughs> they. It was like a five days after the national championship. I was like, no, their week is still better because they won it this Your week. Your week's gonna be better. They won for the like national championship six this week. Well, like the thing is, is he may have been joking. He's a pretty bigger account. He may have 
but he may have known what he was doing to try to get likes and quotes yeah. on it because he knew it was outrageous. But there are some of them I've seen where like they're having a really good offseason right now and their people are coming back, which is good for them. But they keep being like, oh, Michigan better enjoy it while it lasts. We're coming. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to enjoy this for like the rest of my life. So like <laughs> have a fun offseason. Like I do not care if you guys reload and you win the Big Ten next year. Like I do not care. We just won a national championship. If they win the title, then yeah, it gets a little bit more testy. The rivalry's back Ohio on. Ohio State needs but, to win the title next year with all the people coming like they, Let me just say that. Pretty much. Let me like, just say that. They could, they could just sit here and be like, oh, the, we're reloading. Oh, it's going to be so sexy. It's like. Watch Will Howard run power quarterback power, and nobody can stop it because it's Ohio State. It's gonna be so awesome. I'm gonna fall in love with their offense. It, I'm gonna do it. I've been run some quarterback been, Connor and GT Connor. Just we have zone read action. Fall in we love with Aiden Childs at No, Will Howard Childs. running quarterback power is gonna just because be he's white. That's what it's gonna be. No, it's because mobile like Josh Allen quarterbacks. Yeah, that's what we have. He's just. African Give me Cam Newton. Like this, Cam Newton nowadays dude. would be even better. I hated Cam Newton back then. Peyton Thorne. <laughs> the run. Never forget. Is Will Howard this he's good? Okay. Like, is he actually he is good? not this good. <laughs> no, the he's buzz not this good, I've seen but, like, around he, this guy. My favorite offense. Like 54 yards. I mean, first of all, triple option is a godsend that everybody needs to like appreciate. Now you Badly just do range. like modernized triple option. Like that quarterback, he's 6'4, massive. He's a linebacker playing quarterback. Like that's the my typical His like throwing ability is not that great. Don't need him to them just pivoting them pivoting into the Cade McNamara Michigan mm. offense with a running quarterback is hilarious that they're just copying trying to get big in the trenches and do what Michigan did. <laughs> it's, it's such a copycat league. Everybody wants to get bigger, faster. Stronger. I mean, everybody since the birth of time knows that football is won in the trenches. Everybody knows that. Ohio State didn't for a while. They lost their way. Yeah, but anybody with a brain knows that. They prioritize their five-star wideouts over this is Brian the Brian Harlan, bad coach. Guys, yeah, been, should we talk about that on the show? They got to hire Brian OC. Harline, <laughs> they got to hire an OC, your head coach. Yeah, it's kind of bull crap. Now, do you still, still want him as head coach? Or do you like the guy we got? Yeah. Who would you take? When Johnson Smith goes no, back to Washington, it's already, yeah. it's already oh, over. They hired Fish. There was there were Fish rumors that Fish during right. the season, uh, Washington didn't think they'd get DeBoer back, and Jonathan Smith was their number one. So thank God that we actually got that done. I did think about it for a second. I figured it'd be too there much to a couple leave a school different already, but I was like, mm. Evan saw a couple random people on Twitter seat. tweet it. <laughs> it's not no, they were not a couple random. You didn't send them. Evan signed up for the message boards. But Evan, Brian Harline or Jonathan I'm Smith? Alex, I'm not now. Harline. Oh, the bit. <laughs> the, the Do bit. you guys think that the the Michigan title would be 10 times worse if the Lions weren't doing so well? Like, I feel like this Lions win safe. Yes, you guys definitely helps. Absolutely. Definitely it's helps. a huge distraction. <laughs> yeah. It's something that, like, okay, yeah. you guys just won the national championship. Now, hey, let's all go cheer together. But if, like, the Lions were in the playoffs and we were 3-12, and 12, it's like. What, what I don't like is that. Like selfishly, it bothers me that you guys get to have both in the same season. It's just so bullshit. You guys get it all. It's- well, I was about to tell you, Alex. It's it's almost too oh, much for much. God sakes, <laughs> this is what? no. This is insane. That's, no, you cherish your wins, Grant. No. Stop. No, most, this is that, such a grind. It's such no. That's the worst take. Your worst. You know how hard it is for your football teams. You know how you hard it is for your football teams ones. to win historically. You have to, you're, and I've 
you have to follow all the content. You have to keep up with everything. You're cheering. You're losing your voice. I've drank so much tea the last three weeks. I got sick. It's, it's, it takes a toll on you winning. It's quite so crazy. Turn your computer off if you keep going. The mental and the, the anxiety you have leading up to kick. Sometimes it's like, wow, maybe if my team was bad, I wouldn't have to be stressed. I wouldn't trade it for the world, but I'm telling you, it's a lot. I did not need all this in one season. I'll be honest. You're a piece of shit. That's a it. lot. You're just rubbing it in our face. You're no better than those Walmart no. skunk bears. You got- <laughs> I did watch. Oh, you would have no. hated it. I Let's watched a full uh, hour-long special on Big Ten Network. That was so good. So good. The only thing I've seen f- f- Michigan-wise is when I, pre-show when I watched Ward Manual talk about Jimmy's contract. That's the only thing I've seen. I think it actually does help, though, Grant, like that Jim Harbaugh is actually flirting around with the NFL right It does now. help that in my head Jim's gone. It helps. That's all oh, I thought guys. about. Like, it's all Jimmy I thought about. I like, well, Jimmy's He's gone. Audi well, Jim's gone. Let's check the boards. I think it would like, actually be the, worse if you had like your entire roster coming back again. Then I'd be like, oh my god, they're going to do oh, it. Oh, 100%. Di- it's it's kind of like the end of starting the, of an era. Oh my god. Yeah. be panicking. But this feels like the end. Well, so I know G- Jim's like probably 80% the of the hatred for the university. If he leaves and then Sharon Moore takes over and they still won the Big Ten, would it still be awful or would it be less awful because it's not Jim Harbaugh anymore? I think anymore? I hate Jim Harbaugh as much as you think. I respect his ability to coach. I just think he's a dweeb. What I hate is the University of Michigan. I just like despise what they stand for and everything about them. It's not, it really doesn't have anything to do with like who's coaching. Like I hated them when Rich Rod was there, when Brady Hogue was there, when Lloyd Carr was there. Doesn't matter who the coach is. I don't like him. Lloyd Carr? Lloyd Carr was an innocent old man. Yeah, I I just will never like them. It doesn't matter who's coaching them. I won't like them. My hatred will not change. It'll never be less. I would say, like, since we started the show, my hatred might uh, at some points increase. But overall, probably has gone down a little just because, mm. you know, we're friends and I try to be supportive of my friends. That's the only thing that will make me hate them a tiny bit less is when you guys are all happy about your victorious wins. That's it, though. No, it's it's because... It's because they've had a few players recently that are actually good dudes, and you can like think about that as opposed to the like the Sanders. Yeah, it helps that there's like, they're not, not like, that many Taylor Lewans anymore. Just absolute pieces of shit. Yeah, that deserve to rot in hell. Whoa, dude, too far. <laughs> Did I say that? Um, <laughs> it does help that yeah, you don't have like those villains as much anymore. The Chase Bichaviches, you know, pe- people like that. Mm. Another good example. Yeah, we just uh, have dogs. They don't Devin yap Bush, their mouths as much. Loser. Jabad. Jabad was fine. Like Mike Barrett said in his speech, the best line of the whole celebration. He said, we're not into talking. We're into kicking ass. And business fact, is booming. Blake Corum was an objectively good guy. I, I did not quote that right. I did not quote that JJ's right. JJ's weird. It was to he's, that like, he's just Jim Jr. He's weird. Well, he, yeah, he cured, he cured his depression through Google. Holly wrote to us uh, at the Rose Bowl. <laughs> all right. Here's a, here's a tickler. She That's said great. That. I watched back That's, the Rose Bowl this weekend. Insane. <laughs> um, here's a little tickler for you that we can kind of wrap it up. We don't need to go much farther unless you guys well, are really two and a half hours. Yeah. Um, 
the Cowboys disaster. This NFL big picture thoughts. We could have knocked this out in the beginning. Hold your Cowboys suck. It Next sucks that we don't happened. get to play him. That's a huge victory lap. Hutchinson said post game he's he's Cowboys mad that we don't get to play that. Yeah, I'd rather have played. Yeah, and I'd rather playing. be at home. I don't want. Sure. I didn't want to go to Jerry World again. Well, I wanted to selfishly. I played Dallas. Um, man. Bill Belichick, next Cowboys coach. They're gonna have a pick in the twenties because they made the playoffs, but they're not great. JJ McCarthy not gonna go early. Late first round pick replace Dak. JJ McCarthy and Bill Belichick dynasty. I don't for think like if you're a fan of JJ McCarthy, you want Bill Belichick touching your quarterback. I agree. Tom, Tom Brady is Tom Brady because Tom Brady, of Tom Brady did it Brady. himself. Guys, I I do agree. Tom played a huge part, but I think Bill still Nobody got it. Nobody is in, as insane he as Tom Brady. He doesn't have it the last four years. He can't be the GM. Dude, Bill Belichick be stinks. Well in Dallas. He can't hire assistant coaches caveat. either. But he's going to do that. Yeah, he's got to hire new assistant Grant, coaches. Wake up, dude. Since Tom Brady left, they're dog No, shit. I like that combo. Like, terrible. <laughs> wake up. They made the playoffs and scored 13 points against the Bills and got housed. Tom Brady is the only reason that franchise reached the heights they did. That's a fact. No, yes. that's not true. That's Their first Super Bowl is Tom Brady defenses. was not Tom Brady yet. That Fine. was the defense. Great defenses. Fine. Bill Belichick stinks at coaching. But JJ could be that Tom Brady. They just fired him. Same school. Dude. They fired a guy that won yeah, seven, he's, he's pissed six off. Super he's going to go back to work. Fired him because they realized Tom Brady did it all for them. <laughs> I just like that combo. Here, I'll, I'll give let you me a think. combo. Mm-hmm. Um, Jim and uh, yeah. Justin Herbert. I don't think I don't I don't love it. I don't love it. <laughs> I don't think it's a good Herbert's mix. too too normal for it Jim. You think? I think. Any quarterback what is are the too normal for Jim. But my point is, there's so Give me many. Give one. I'll say Jim this, goes though. to Atlanta for a and real Michigan brings thing. JJ with him. How about that? I actually think, though, if Jim doesn't get the LA job, I think he doesn't have another NFL job to go to. I know everyone said he was a league candidate, but I think all these are going to get swap, swooped up with all these other coaches. Like, I don't think there's room for Jim. They if said the, last go night, to Jim to Dallas. No. I don't think that'll happen. Jerry could pay the uh, the ass for Jim. I think Jerry would go for. Be- I think he'd go for Belichick first and foremost. Yeah, but if Bills goes to Atlanta, like he's rumored, then I don't think Belichick's. I don't think he's going to go to Atlanta. I think he wants to win now. Bill Belichick sucks at coaching, so it doesn't matter where he goes. That's such an all right. Fine. I'm going to let you say it. Would you take Dan Campbell or Bill Belichick next season? Dan Campbell, because he's younger and can... Like, Bill Bill Belichick's a five-year mercenary at the most. Where? What? Oh, fine. You're still captivated by Bill Belichick, so it'll be funny when he goes somewhere and fucking blows for five years. So the best NFL coach of all time. Yeah, he happened to just have the greatest football player of all time on his team during that run. And that player also then just went to a new team after that and won a Super Bowl immediately because he's yeah. the goat. He's the I mean, greatest. He did, go to a, he did go to a he did go to a loaded roster though. I'll give that the Bucks that they had they were greatest right football player to ever live. 
if I was coaching yes. the greatest football player to ever live, we'd win at least one playoff game. Yes, Maybe. I don't. <laughs> think would so. I'd I would tell Tom to I run the offense. So. I'd hire a defensive coordinator. Tell him to run the defense. I would do nothing. I would just be there. I'd be it. Tom Brady got multiple people jobs from that organization, and they all sucked. Every single assistant coach that has left there has pretty much been terrible besides two. I saw um, a big picture NFL thought about CJ Stroud to go full hyperbole, which is our society. Is he he the most valuable trade asset right now in the league or like top two, top three? Mahomes is number one still. Because of how young he is. He's on a rookie contract, so you don't have to pay him for three years, and he looks like he's ready to win now for way less money than anyone else. Two. Like if if they traded Shroud to the Chiefs and the Texans got Mahomes back, Texans is it winning that trade? Do the Texans have to add? A, do they have to add a pick? How? What do they have to add to that? Not much. Not much at all. Some picks, probably. Yeah, or do I mean, dude, we're talking about Mahomes is like generational Tom Brady level quarterback. Let's relax, CJ. Yeah. Stroud needs to do more, but he's... You cannot make a trade straight up really for CJ Stroud. <laughs> like, are, are the, do the Texans just have to throw in one first-round pick and CJ Stroud to get Mahomes? I don't... Grant, I think we're, like, like what do they massively have to give up? overreacting here. Are we still three first-round picks, a second, and CJ Stroud? Yeah, I think it would take a lot. Probably another player, too. Keep in mind, Mahomes also With won the Bills on have- another playoff game um, the same day. Like the guy is still really good. We, not getting look worse. at the look at the. What about the what about the Bills? Would the Bills have to give up a pick with Josh Allen to get CJ Stroud? Grant. <laughs> yeah. Look just at the Russell questions. Wilson trade and then just multiply that by a couple. For Patrick Mahomes. With CJ Stroud in it though, CJ Stroud's better than Russell Wilson right well, now. Right now, yes, well, of course he is. What you had to give up to get. Patrick Mahomes, I get that, but it's probably gonna be like one difference, though. I just, I mean, he's val- hes like a top five QB in the league in terms of value. Yes. Would these teams that have Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, and even maybe like Justin Herbert, would they give up those quarterbacks for CJ Stroud? I don't think so. Eagles would yes. give up Jalen Hurts and a draft pick yes. to get CJ Stroud. They would. Okay. But I'm not a huge Jalen Hurts guy. So that I, I'm a huge Jalen Hurts guy. Evan is the guy for that one. Especially with money involved. CJ too. is special though. Fat I mean, contract. he makes. Also, Jordan Love's pretty good too, and that kind of stinks. He's very good. <laughs> yeah, he does. All Cody and nice. the K and I talked about. Was after like he's legit. That game was going on. It's like it's kind of bullshit. The Packers are still good. He's super legit. He was making those yeah. like Aaron Rodgers throws off his back foot, just flicking his wrist. I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. This is back. Now those people were wide open. So I don't Jared know what was going on in the secondary, but Dobbs was wide open. No, Jared's not <laughs> flexible enough to do that. Jared's the anticipation. Jordan part. loves like. Ease yes. of how easy it is for him to throw a football. It's like, oh, if he can like put together like accuracy and like you know game plans and all the the te- non throwing stuff, 
to be a quarterback. If he gets that all working, we're fucked. They'll be good forever. They're just always good. Talk about bullshit. Connor just gets that every year. Come on. (laughs) Come on. Oh! (laughs) I think this is how we should close it out. Baker threw was a it? dart down the middle. It would have been a 35-yard gain, and Kate out and dropped it in his hands. Touchdown to Mike Evans. Second drop I've seen. What a piece of shit. All right. Cheers to episode 150. Evan that ball. To the greatest football week, football stretch life. of all time. Let's Hopefully my continue. life sometime. Alex, cheers to hate week. Hate week. Play Michigan in hockey. Yeah.